Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a It's time for a very special edition of N4G Radio. Uh, this is episode 313 for November 11th, 2013. Four days, brother. Four yep. days. Brother. Brother. Not for, you, uh, for me, it's a little bit longer. It is, but you don't count. Well, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I have a Gambit Carol. Greetings, programs. Uh, we got the Wombats. Hi. We got uh, very, very tired Drew. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm I'm a little sleepy, but I'm all right. A little sleepy. I, yeah, after playing Outlast, I don't know if I can sleep again. Yeah, that, that was... was amazing to play that. <laughs> it was phenomenal. You didn't close your mouth once. Yeah, I need the to. Of screams, I need like, to screen cap that picture picture of Drew, like when he's walking through a room and not knowing when there's an enemy coming, and his mouth is just wide open. <laughs> so, how, I mean, I I only to be fair, I stumbled upon that just due to the fact that I had woken up really early this morning and couldn't get back to sleep. And I saw your tweet about I'm streaming, so I thought, well, I'll I'll get down on the computer and I'll have a have a little gander to see what you're up to. Uh, how far were how far how big long is that game? Because I mean. <laughs> Uh, when I first played it, it took around five hours. Uh, okay. This time, this time around, it took three and a half. It seems. I mean, again, you've played. This will be the second time you played it, so for you, it's probably a different. But it seemed like that you'd get lost easily because you do a lot of running away from things, and is it easy to lose your? Is it easy to lose your sort of bearings? Uh, a little bit. Um, basically, well, what it is. Obviously, a lot of us in the dark. Yeah, a lot of it is in the dark, but you, you're going to be traveling to an area. So you, you, you go into a series of corridors with multiple rooms. And uh, it, to to make it break down into a game, this is an area. There's going to be a lot of corridors and a few rooms. You have an objective to meet in this area. And there's going to be two or three guys looking for you in the dark. And okay. anytime they see you, you have to run away from them. You can't fight or anything like that. And uh, you have to kind of like maybe kite them around to where you can go where you need to go. So luring them away from a path that you need to take, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. And then trying to stay away from them. I mean, I'd I'd never play that game. And it's interesting that it's going to be on PS4 and it's interesting that it's going to be a PS Plus subscription uh, uh, game, at least in the US. Um, I don't think I'd, if it came free, I don't even think I'd play it. I, I, I have... No tolerance for those games. Like, I can't play scary games. Um, even you know, I've, I've Resident Evil Five's fine. That wasn't really scary. Um, 
but things like uh, Amnesia, I couldn't touch. Slenderman, I couldn't touch. Uh, even Dead Space Gate give me the heebie-jeebies. Um, and this, it must be a bit weird because obviously, with that, as you say, you don't protect yourself. You can't fight. You are at the whim of the ability to run away. Yeah. And that must be it hopes the tension up quite a bit. Because I mean, if that's the second time you've played it, you still look like you were scared shitless. Well, it's been two months since I played it, so I forgot a lot of the stuff, which is why I was like, I don't know where the fuck to go. So it's it, it was that's, that was a great that was a great it, stream. It was awesome, awesome watching it, and I did watch a little bit of um, Jay playing Demon Souls, but I had absolutely no idea what was going on at that point. So. Oh yeah, I, I went back and watched some of that because I went to bed after whenever he took over that, and um, God, I can't wait for Dark Souls too. <laughs> I cannot wait for that game. It looks amazing. Well, all I can say is fair play to you. Um, I'm. I, I mean, I hope you... How much did you raise in the end? Uh, with final to- total was $145. That's fantastic. That is really good. Really, yeah, really awesome. Pleased. And then we got John. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Well, if I, didn't obviously. Intru- if I didn't introduce you, I think you would feel left out. I completely forgot you were doing introductions. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, that's where, that's where we were before you interrupted. Well, I was just... I just wanted to speak to Drew. Is that right? I want to speak to Drew. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, we're gonna we're gonna do a little different uh, setup this week. Um, since the since there's a, a launch that we haven't talked about a launch since, since this you, yeah. since this show started. So yeah. the, the we last didn't talk time about the Ouya. The, no, we didn't talk about the Ouya. Talked about the Wii U. But we talked oh, yeah. a little bit about the Wii U, but it's not... We talked about the Wii U for about two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And it was more along the lines of, hey, Wii U's out. Yep. Yeah, because only two of us bought it, and we didn't actually get to play it, because, you know, we had to sit there and download that six-hour patch. So, which both systems have been confirmed for patches. The Xbox One is 500 megabytes, and the PS4 is 300 megabytes. I just, um... Uh, just while I was waiting for you guys to come on, I was just scanning the interwebs as you do, and I saw I see someone took a picture of. Um, they've obviously got their PlayStation Four, and they've taken a picture of the terms and conditions before the patch, and it states about the you cannot use rent, rent sell your games. Yeah, I saw that. That's interesting because obviously, a lot of people did think that it was um, a last minute decision and Sony were always saying no no something like that would never be last minute we plan these things way in advance um, and it is interesting to see this side to Sony because they've they have really struggled over the last few weeks I think um, in certain areas in regards to the services and the, the consoles and as you know you guys rightfully say you, you're four days away from launch and you've not really seen the UI um, you know, only in little bits and pieces, nothing really clear and solid. Uh, consoles, I mean, you've seen boxes at Amazon warehouses, but that's about it. And then you see things like this. And although it's it's not going to have any effect on us guys, it's just interesting to see that, in actual fact, Sony did have this planned, and it was only due to the response that Microsoft got. And that must have been some interesting conversation between the, the guys at Sony as to whether or not they should follow Microsoft uh, or whether they should try to essentially knock them in the gut. But I think it would have been very interesting now had they followed Microsoft. And that, would, I think, would be a completely different thing with, in regards to hmm. the consoles. Because neither of them 
uh, if, if Sony came out and did the same thing, that would have been really interesting. Either would they both back each other up and say, no, we're standing firm, we believe this is the right thing to do, or would they both back down or one back down? It's It would have been interesting. I don't know. I think, personally, this close to launch, my feelings are I really don't care about any of that crap. All I want is my <laughs> games. No, absolutely. I completely agree, but I just, just find that sort of thing, you know... It, it's Intrigue. interesting. It's interesting that it's in there. I wonder how the wording, you know, what does that mean? I don't. Yeah, because we don't know what it actually means. I mean, you know what? Nobody ever reads those bloody T's and C's and user agreements anyway, and it's all legal jargon half the time. Not until they're trying to win a fanboy war. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, we're gonna we're gonna talk about PlayStation. Uh, I believe all of us have been through all. This will be the fourth. PlayStation launch. Yep. We're all yep. old enough to remember all of them, I believe. I can remember my my PlayStation 1 with the first two games I got with it. Yeah, Jason, Jason and I will have a lot of conversation about PS1. I yeah. have a lot of conversations about PS1. Because I, I remember the day I made that decision. <laughs> it was based on one game, brother. One game. Which game? Mortal Kombat 3. Ah. Yep. Uh, but anyway, before we get to that, let's let's talk about what we've been playing this week. And we discussed before the show, there's not a whole lot to talk about outside of, oh, I don't know, that big release that came out this week. Call of Duty! Well, I don't know a, what that is. What came out this week? It's a big it's release. A big release. It's a big release, whether you love it or hate it. Um, and, of course, it's Call of Duty. Call of Duty's Duty. out. Oh, did a new Call of Duty come out this week? Yep. I was just to Target, and I didn't see a hundred million <laughs> copies of it and signs all over the place. Well, it's because they shipped a uh, billion dollars worth of yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, clever wording that, wasn't well, it? I figured, I figured if, since I was at Target, I figured they'd be all out of them because they probably put them out on the shelf three weeks ago. Well, yeah, it's Target. <laughs> uh, but we could talk about Call of Duty because, amazingly, Drew's played Call of Duty. Yeah. And I have played Call of Duty. And in fact, I played Call of Duty on the PlayStation 3 with a DualShock 4. Nice. So wow. I, I put Look in at you. I put in some ample time with a shooter with the DualShock 4. Mm. And? It's wonderful. I bet it is. Oh, that's sweet. It is, it is a great shooter controller. Now I just need to play a fighting game. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, it's going to be a nice fighting okay. game controller. Yeah, the D-pad on the DualShock 4 is sweet. I yes. actually played a PS4 controller as well, but playing a PS4 game this week. Which which game did you play? Nah. How is it? I. That's not positive, it's, it right? Looks, <laughs> no, no, it looks it looks amazing. Um, I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. Um, I thought eh, it's just there to showcase off the you know particle bits and pieces and how cool the new tech is and it's going to be nothing more than a, a glorified tech demo. Um, I came out of it with a pre-order. Um, really? Uh, yeah, nice. I was I was impressed. Uh, the, it controls fantastic, you know, it's really nice and the controller is, is wonderful. It's so nice to hold. Um, it, nah, yeah, it's I mean, there's only a brief demo, it wasn't the full game, it was basically they'd taken maybe um, sort of two or three minute segments out of various parts of the game. So you start off as like a the rock knack, and then there was a level with ice, so you turned it to ice knack, and and that sort of thing. Um, I I think that's going to be. 
it's essentially this. It's essentially this generation's cameo. Well, I no, actually, I think more like. Well, yeah, you're right. It does have that feel to it, but it could be uh, a breath of fresh air for like a Ratchet and Clank type game. This could be something. This generation's Ratchet and Clank, if marketed correctly. I mean, it depends on how Sony's going to do it. Um, to me, actually, <laughs> yeah, I know. Marketing and Sony don't go together very well. Yeah. Um, it, it, it if it if it gets left by the wayside because you have to bear in mind that there are other games coming out and uh, on the launch and you know things like Battlefield and Call of Duty and Injustice and big games that although are already out on other consoles people are interested to see what they look like. Um, whereas NAC is an original IP, it's built for the PlayStation 4, and I think it benefits from it, and I just hope that people will pick it up. Uh, they're doing a great deal where I actually I, I pre-ordered it from, uh, because I've already got a bundle, they're knocking um, uh, 20 quid off of it. Um, and also, if anybody's thinking about picking up Lego Marvel, their game in the UK are doing um, 50% off that, if you buy it on the launch day. So, it's... Uh, there's some good offers there, um, and I... Th- think people should be picking this up i just if i was sony i'd have all of that stuff in the background if they had a big advert with the playstation 4 but i would have knack front and center along with Killzone because they should be pushing those two really really hard i think a lot of people will be pleasantly surprised by that game well the thing with knack for me and the reason why i want to buy it at launch is because my god it's the only game that's not shooting Shooting. violent (laughs) you know the same stuff we've been spoon-fed for how many years now? You'd like to think a generational shift will maybe take some uh, focus away from that. I mean, obviously, uh, it's going to be difficult. Shooters are the thing, and everyone now wants a, a more realistic shooter, and I'm sure Killzone's going to do really, really well. But it was really refreshing to play um, that style of game. Uh, you know, there were uh, I didn't get a chance to actually play um, any other games because it was very busy at the demo um, lock-in that I went to. Uh, however, I did see FIFA being played. That looked incredible. I also saw Contrast and Octodad. And Octodad looks mind-blowingly brilliant. I think that could be a, a real good purchase for somebody on launch day via the PSN network. It's not, it just... it's not launch. Isn't it? Mm-mm. Oh. No, it's not launch. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Launch window then. Oh dear. Um, it does look. It looks weird and bonkers, and in a good way. So, it's nice to see. So, in contrast, um, I think people who have been a bit annoyed about the Drive Club situation, I think, con- I think they probably may not have discovered this game, but um, you know, on its own, I think contrast will be very good. Alright, so with that said, the rest of us will be talking about PS4 a little bit next week, obviously. Um, nah, nah, nah. Well, nah, nah, I won't either. Well, I know you <laughs> won't, Wombat. <laughs> uh, but Drew, Drew and I can have a conversation about Call of Duty. So can I. Did you play it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can have a conversation about Call of Duty. I mean, you guys can have a better conversation because I played 45 minutes of it and turned it off. That's all you needed to play if you played mm. the campaign. That's all I, I played was the campaign. Oh, man. I've not touched the campaign. Oh, man. Is that it ca- bad? That campaign is outright boring. That campaign is walk down corridors. They may look like outside corridors, but they're corridors. 
That's uh, the Call of Duty shooters have always had those. Hey, here's this moment, and you're going to do it this way. Um, but in in a game like Black Ops, there was more option. There were things you could do. There were choices you could make. And in Call of Duty Ghosts, dude, there ain't no choices. There's no decisions to make. There's no variation to the gameplay. It's walk forward, left trigger, right trigger. You know, sight shoot, sight shoot, sight shoot. Here's this sick. Here's this segment. Push up to win. It's like so Sonic. it's a step backwards from last. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a ex- step backwards. It's extreme last. step backwards. Uh, it's even, ridiculous. Even in the multiplayer, which we'll get to in a minute, but the campaign itself is that's a boring campaign. Uh, I um, played. I mean, I decided that I wouldn't play the campaign until I up up got the PS4 version with the code because um, I just thought, oh, well, I'll experience it that way. But now, there's there's some cool pieces um, like the beginning segment in space was really cool, um, and you get to do some more of that later in the game. Um, and the visual stuff I would like to see on the next gen, especially that opening sequence with the the explosions and the shots from space and stuff. Like that stuff looks really cool, but there's no variation to the gameplay. Like even the addition of Riley um, is really kind of generic. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it's really sad that they have taken this because Black Ops Two was a great campaign. Oh yeah, I, I think they. The progress they made with that game, you know, the fact that it was a branching storyline and you didn't even bloody know it was is is brilliant. But I would the problem is you got the two studios and neither one of them like each other, and they kind of try to distance themselves even though they're working on the same bloody franchise. And this is this is evident to, to that. It's why would you want to take a step backwards? Shouldn't you with a game like that when you've got people with itchy feet looking at things like Titanfall and Destiny and and people moving to Battlefield, wouldn't you think you're trying to push the envelope every time? If you're going to have a yearly franchise, shouldn't it be bigger and better and shouldn't you be trying to improve it, coming up with something be- you know, new? It's just it's crazy. Yeah, Battlefield's campaign was generic, but it's leaps and bounds above Call of Duty's campaign. Yes, that's, that's sad. That it's, is so, so sad. It's really sad. Um, but I did play quite a bit of the multiplayer, including squads, um, and just straight up online. And they've removed a lot of the modes and trimmed them down. And the maps are boring. Oh, I enjoy some of the maps. Really? Because I found yeah. most of them to be really generic, asymmetrical maps. No, I, I mean, I found I found some of them to be really good. Um, I liked uh, Flooded. I liked the level where you've got a lot of verticality as opposed to large maps, they're sort of, they're large but upwards as opposed to outwards um, Stonehaven is okay if it wasn't for the snipers, I think that's that's actually quite an interesting map, it's the one thing that I've actually warmed to is the, is the selection of maps, but then maybe that's that's just me um, Maybe it's me tried... coming off of Battlefield It may be, I've not played Battlefield, so I, I, yeah, maybe that is something to do with because it. Because as generic as the term is Levolution has changed multiplayer <laughs> shooters for me. Like that is one but of the coolest things that that series has done. But we're not seeing the um, dynamic maps in COD until the next gen, isn't it? That's that's strictly those maps that will do it, isn't it? Um, no. Call of Duty's transitional maps are thrown in last minute. They're not. They're nowhere near the scale of Battlefield. Okay. 
Um, but no, I, I personally tried out every single map, and I found them to be the same map outside of the couple, like you said, that had the verticality. But even at that, there was nothing exciting about any of those maps to me. Like, they just felt really... They felt like they were out of the 2005 shooter handbook. Well, it's telling in the fact that <clears throat> the way that Activision have announced the numbers, um, a billion shipped to retail. Well, of course you shipped a, a bill, or billion dollars worth to retail because you thought you were going to sell it all. Um, it will be interesting for MPD and to see how much of a hit that's taken with things like you know Grand Theft Auto still having a, a slight effect on uh, on people's buying habits and also Battlefield because... I speak to a, I mean, I, I got hooked in again. I wasn't going to buy card until about four pissing hours before launch, and then I picked it up because I'm a sucker for that. Um, but a lot of people I've, you know, I speak to have gone to Battlefield, and a lot of people I speak to are, are waiting for Killzone and more so Titanfall and Destiny. Could this be the last good year that Activision have with it? Uh, we'll see. Because I would be really interested to see what Treyarch does next year, because they're the team that... It seems like Call of Duty gets better every other year. They're now the A-team, aren't they? Yeah, they are definitely the A-team. They are making the better game, and Infinity Ward is just... Their games are... I'm not a fan. Although I do like Squads. I think Squads is a very cool idea, um, which essentially allows you to build AI teammates and play, like if you want to play just two-player and you still want to play like a 12-player match, you can do that with your squads, and I think that's cool. Uh, although the AI is... It's... it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's, I've not tried that mode. It's it's good for people who don't play Call of Duty religiously. Um, it's but, like, what, you mean it's a, a basically training mode? Yeah, it's, it's essentially multiplayer with training wheels, is what okay. it is. Um, and I enjoyed it because I'm not a good COD player. Neither am I. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I mean, I'm terrible. Like, I... Like if you if you and I played, you would smoke me like a hundred to nothing. Doubt it. I don't because John, you play a lot more of this than I do. Okay. Um, and I'm not good at this game, and that's probably why I enjoyed squads. Is because it's you know you can throw the bot difficulty down, you can customize your loadouts, you can customize your game types, and you can just play and have fun, uh, as opposed to getting constantly sniped by the same fourteen year old over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I I. I did get a little frustrated with it. I, I go through fits and starts with it. Um, uh, in in the fact that I mean that I'll one session I'll be on top of the game and then I could play an hour later and I'm nowhere near as good. But I was playing yesterday and some fucking dick. He had no guns. All he did was run around the map and stab people. Fucking hell! Really? That's Call of Duty. <laughs> I, you know, all I can say is that I am enjoying my time so far with it um, I enjoy it more when I'm playing with some of my friends um, it, it kind of is, is more fun that way um, however I, I if the multi, if the single player is as, as poor as you're saying I will probably not even bother with that and I will see what Killzone does I will be playing Battlefield on Xbox One I, I have no interest to continue to play Call of Duty Ghosts outside of what I have to do if they send a review copy so, and that's just the way it's going to go down. Uh, the last thing to talk about in Call of Duty Ghost, did you play in, in was it Infestation? Oh, Extinction. Extinction, yes, I played, I'm sorry. I actually, I enjoyed that. I, it was, I only played one game, 
but it was a bit mental and a kind of in a good way um, it gets a little bit overpowering sometimes but if you're playing with a good squad you could probably do quite well with that I, I didn't like it <laughs> oh, okay I didn't like zombies um, oh I didn't like zombies at all but um, at least I, zombies had like more to it Extinction feels really it feels like everything else in this game generic and bare bones well I know it's it is very dumbed down in the fact that you have a drill to yeah, you, got, you take a drill from place to place and then you the drill. protect the drill and that's, that's, and that's it. pretty much um, it. And that's boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've enjoyed it. I thought the action was quite hectic and and it kept me on my toes. And again, I was playing with uh, friends, so it was maybe that makes it more enjoyable. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this game is a launch 360 game in terms of gameplay modes. It, <sighs> it just feels really generic all around. And that disappoints me because I have been one of the, you know, champions of Call of Duty. I've always thought it got too much crap from people who thought they were too cool to play it. And I thought Black Ops 2 was like the highlight of that series for this generation. And then to go from the best game to probably my least favorite game outside of maybe uh, Modern Warfare 3 wasn't the greatest. But Infinity Ward probably needs to stop making Call of Duty games. (laughs) I don't, that's that's saying something. I don't really. think they're very good at it anymore. Well, it's not the same pub, Just, um, developer anymore, is it? D- no, because it. most of them have left. So yeah, and Treyarch has kind of made that series their own. And I think if they do next year's game, we may see a more resurgence for that series. But yeah, I think this one's going to not do. And, and that's the thing is, this game is probably still going to be the second or third best-selling game that comes out this year. But it's probably going to be the most disappointing. As far as I also don't think it's going to do anywhere near the numbers Black Ops 2 did. No, I can't see it happening, especially after people have started playing it and they're kind of like, eh. Especially guys that were waiting on next gen and they're hearing all the current gen impressions and they're kind of like, eh, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> so, no, I'm I'm not not that impressed. Um, Is there anything else anybody wants to dive into before we get into this PlayStation? goodness? No, I don't think so. No. Uh, am I assuming that future fondling outside of everybody except for Wombat is <laughs> the PlayStation 4? And me. Yes. Oh, that's right, because you don't get it this week. No. <laughs> two, look, 18 days to wait. 18 days? God, we got less time until the X-Bone comes out. I know, we get that a week after the Xbox launches. That's crazy. It, it seems fucking daft and it was hilarious at the beginning of the week um, or earlier this week anyway um, but it was alive with oh they're going to release the Xbox and the PS4 early in the UK and Europe no they're bloody not no systems there hasn't been there hasn't been a system street date broken since the Nintendo 64 and I remember that because GameStop called me on a day that I wasn't prepared to go buy it and told me I could come and get it (laughs) and I'm just like you're kidding me dude no way yeah, I'm. I remember buying my uh, GameCube early. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there was a store called uh, FYI. FYE. 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 FYI. Uh, it's FYE. They they <laughs> actually they actually broke the stri- broke the street date for uh, Nintendo GameCube, and I had the money because it was it was just a couple days away from the, its official launch, and I went ahead and bought it early. <laughs> 
That yeah. doesn't surprise me. Fye, right around that time, decided they were going to. That's right when we. Okay, I worked at Fye at the time. Uh, that's right when they uh, they weren't really heavy into games yet. They were just kind of testing the waters a little bit, and yeah. uh, at least in our area. And uh, best story that I have about that is that is also that sort of general time frame is right around when uh, Marvel Capcom 2 for the Xbox was still really rare and worth a decent chunk of money, like 80 bucks. And uh, we got uh, uh, like a slew of random games to sell, and that was in there for uh, $19.99. So I quickly bought it. Nice. And still have it to this day. Hilarious. It's funny cool. that that game is so sought after considering the backwards compatibility of it is awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really work on the Xbox 360. Oh, all right. I mean, it works as long as you don't care that Wolverine sort of turns into a mess of pixels. Oh, backwards compatibility. This is why you're not in the new machines. I know it's disappointing to all of us, but it's just not there. Nah. All right, so now we're going to talk about uh, PlayStation. 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 Uh, apparently Drew is be right back. So, I guess you we know, will start off with PlayStation 1. Oh, um, uh, PlayStation 1. And the, the glorious memories that you have of this machine. Uh, essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about when we first got our machine, uh, whether you bought it at launch or whatever, whenever you picked it up, and some of your favorite games for each machine. I think that's uh, not going into too much detail about this because you know it's it's exciting for us to be this close to the next generation of consoles considering we started this podcast eight years ago talking about the PS3 and the Wii and that's yep. crazy to me uh-huh. so I, I guess I'll start with John since okay. Drew, Drew is out so we'll start with John did you get PS1 at launch no no I had um I had rocked the Super Nintendo for quite some time and was hanging on to that. Um, Never really... At the time, I never really was paying that much attention. And and I happened to pick mine up second-hand. A friend of a friend was selling theirs. And it was, you know, what I presumed was quite a good price. So I said... Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Um, you know, your fair change, and this was a big, big change. Um, you know, disc-based games, uh, you know, 3D graphics as opposed to the cartridge and, you know, the stuff that we'd experience, I'd experienced with the, with the Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Um, and the two games that came with it, he had two games, and um, probably two of my, the kind of ones that will be fondly remembered by me were Croc, I love that game. Um, I played uh, the demo for Croc probably a hundred thousand times. I loved Croc. The, the second and one was I, terrible, but yes, it, the, the, the sequels was you know so inferior. Um, but to me, it was a whole new world. You know, it was you know completely different to what I played before. Um, and the other game was Rayman. You want, to, you want to know the most uh, insane thing about Croc was people used to make comparisons of it to Super Mario 64. 
They yep. were two completely pissed. I know they were both 3D, uh, but they were very, very different. Well, they were different in the fact that one of them was not on any level near Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like but still, that was that was that was old school fanboy wars right there. It's like, oh, 64's got Mario. So, yeah, but I got crack. Yeah, that yeah. that didn't take off as well as I'd hoped, I guess. But I loved it. It was Who maybe made it was, crack. God. Oh, I'm going to have to go dig that up because I don't remember who made that game. I think it's a company that doesn't exist anymore. No, I couldn't put money on that. I think. Go have a look. Um, yeah, I, 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 maybe it was because it was a game that I first got and played it. and uh, I, I don't know. It's, it still has a... It's a, Argonaut. A Argonaut? Argonaut Software. You know that game was on the Saturn. Defunct in 2004. Well, they only made Croc. That's no, the, only, made... the only game they made was Croc, Legend of the Gobos, Croc, Legend of the Gobos, Croc, Pow Pow Island, Croc, Legend of the Gobos, Croc, Legend of the Gobos, and Croc, Legend of the Gobos. They made Catwoman the game. Oh, well, there you go. Glorious glowing endorsement. <laughs> they also Actually, made I'm, Malice. I'm sorry, I am wrong. Yeah, they made Malice, they made Eye Ninja, Bionicle. <laughs> Malice. Wow. Yeah, Malice was that game that was supposed to star uh, Gwen Stefani or something. Yes, yeah. And then she backed out and they just made it a platformer. It was supposed to be like the big Xbox platformer. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it, it initially, it came out on PS2, didn't it? Yeah. I thought it did, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they and I played those to death. I mean, at the time... Although it probably seems very cheap to cheap now, you know, games worth thirty pounds, um, and at that time, that was a lot of money. I guess for someone as young as I was, wasn't on the wage on now, and so you kind of you, you still got more out, of, try to get more out of the game. Um, but if we talk about the biggest, Let, let's let's say what's what's like your favorite PlayStation One game, and then. What is your favorite game that nobody else played? <laughs> Christ, oh God! Um, I tell you, um, my fa- I would say Final Fantasy VII, um, and this leads into my strongest memory of the PlayStation because I had never played a JRPG before. Um, it was actually backed by quite a heavy ad campaign at the time, and. Um, one of my friends had got it and said it was absolutely brilliant. I'll lend it to you. And so I said, okay, no worries. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I was com- immediately sucked in. And the reason why it sticks in memory so is not just because it's a great game. Of course it is. But I played about 80 hours of it. And then my memory card corrupted. Uh, <laughs> 15 slots. Yikes. Yeah, that yeah. all went tits up. Um, completely tits up. And I started over again. And I just carried on, and it didn't phase me one little bit, which Ugh. was... Well, that was back in was, the day when you didn't care as much. No, you no, know. and it's... And it, I, you know, I had no problem with putting another... I think I ended up putting about another 120, 130 hours into it, so I, I played the hell out of that game. Um, and that, you know, is probably the most... I'd say most I've spent on a single game, Um Solely because it clocked up to two hundred hours by the time after uh, you know after the debacle with the memory card, so um, I can just remember I can remember the dread and the sinking feeling at the time 
of when I tried to load and it wasn't bringing up anything and then I took the memory card out and I tried it in the friend's um, PlayStation and that wasn't and I thought oh fucking hell <laughs> um, so was, um, I look back on it and you think crikey um, I still must have loved that game to go back and, and start it afresh um, and then I can remember the first game I ever got excited for properly excited and that was Metal Gear Solid um, I don't know why um, again, when you know, it's, it's different. I think people seem to forget that it, when these games were coming out, it was completely different. You, the information you got wasn't from the internet; it was from a magazine, yeah. and they would lead this, um, lead your merry dance for months on end. Little bits of, you know, tidbits of information here and there, some screenshots, and and I, I can remember the the lead up to Metal Gear Solid being so intense. And me waiting, and um, it, if I remember rightly, it came out in April over here, which was now near my birthday. And I can remember having it on my birthday list. I said, you know what? Even if I, you know, if no one else buys it for me, I'm going to go out and buy it myself. I'm, a, you know, and yeah, and I can re- remember being when I first played it because again, the first Metal Gear uh, game I played, um, I can remember my befuddlement of how the game was supposed to work um, in the fact that it wasn't the style of game that I was used to and it it took a little while getting used to um, but I still loved it anyway I thought I just yeah um, those I would have to say if I was going to pick two games from that generation it would be it would be a toss up between those two as, well, do you as have any games. I, I know they're I know they're sort of you know, easy targets for being rest, but they were, you know, they are for a reason. They, they were superb. They were genre-defining moments, you know, um, especially in the case of Final Fantasy for me, anyway, because I'd never played a JRPG. I'd never, wouldn't even know what one was if it came and slashed me on the back with a sword. I would have no idea, and that that changed that for me. And I'm 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 happy for that. I'm you know I'm pleased about that. Do you have a game that you played that you loved on the PlayStation that nobody might remember? No, I mean, I did have, um, I, I don't know if they remember, but there were so many games out there, but I didn't, I didn't delve into the, the niche, um, kind of areas solely because it's a little bit different in the UK. We didn't have, like, the kind of import scene that maybe America had where you were, you, we, you know, the British Isles. I went into a standard game store with a limited to where I could go. There was no, like, um, place I could go where um, some guy would have a selection of imports under the counter or something like that and I shrug it to your deal mate um, but um, I don't know, do you guys did you guys play Destruction Derby? I played a hell of a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually still own Destruction Derby. Destruction Derby I... 2 is in my opinion the best the best of that kind of series I love that series I, I don't think I've third one so much but the third I, one was bleh, and then they made one for the PS2, which was <laughs> I I remember again fond memories, and it's yeah, uh, uh, so much time spent with it, just having so much fun. Just the um, it, you look at it now, and it's a bare bones kind of game. It's got not hasn't got a ma- massive amount of content, but what it's got it's a hell of a lot of fun, um, and it's mindless fun. You you know you can put it on for. Uh, ten minutes or an hour, an hour and a half, and you'll still have the same amount of fun either way. Um, and I can just remember the amount of 
enjoy that game brought me as well. What about you, Drew? Did you buy a PS1 at launch? I did not buy one at launch. In fact, it's a funny little story. I bought it probably about a year after the launch. How old were you when the PlayStation came out? That was 1995. It came, what, what, like late 95? Yeah, September 1995. Ready, 9th of September 1995. 9th of September 1995, I was nine years old. Whoo! Fuck about... Jesus, wow. make me feel old, why don't you? Yeah, October, I would have turned 10. Phew. <laughs> uh, but I got it when I was... Tw- I might have been got, uh, It might have been two years after it came out. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, I got it at a pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, that would be so terrifying, especially a PS1, which that, oh. that thing didn't have any problems, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, well, seriously, that, that's that I did have to do that eventually. <laughs> I think everybody's PlayStation had to been turned upside down at one point or another. I had a fan that I used, and then I would actually—I <laughs> had to replace so many of those things. I could take them apart and replace the lens. I used to buy the lenses off the internet and replace them. <laughs> <laughs> I um, but yeah, I got it. I got it at a pawn shop, no less. Um, for like I think seventy bucks. And um, that's amazing because I think it was two ninety nine when it came out. Am I that's am, true. am I right in that? I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm not too sure though. I think it was two ninety nine because I remember it was super expensive. Yeah, back then. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I didn't get it launched, but I did. I mean, I started delving into all these games. You know, I was. That the PlayStation One was probably when I first got into huge JRPGs. There was a lot yeah. of them on that machine. Uh, back in the day, man, that's yep. all That's all you needed. Back in the day, everybody played JRPGs. PlayStation 1, I'll just say this right now, may be my favorite machine of all time. Just, wow. Just from the, the uh. library itself and the, the series that spawned out of that machine. It's, yeah. it's, it's close between that and maybe the NES uh, or even the Super NES. But, man, I love the PlayStation. Yeah, the PlayStation was a fantastic system. Unfortunately, I think I might have been a bit too young to fully grasp it. Now, don't get me wrong. I played a shit ton of games. I mean, I played the first time I ever played Resident Evil scared the living hell out of me Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, that game was, wow. You go back to it now, and it's like two blocks walking around. Yeah, that's why you got to play Remake. Yeah. But, you know, Resident Evil got to start there. Metal Gear Solid... Well, right. the solid I, series. The solid series. Uh. But here's here's what I'm saying though. Metal Gear Solid. When I first played that game, blew my ass away. That's a great game. Well, it, see what happened was it's, it's a dumb story. I can't remember what birthday it was, but for a birthday, I had some friends come over. Well, I didn't have the richest of friends. Hell, I wasn't rich at the time. Still <laughs> but you're rich now. Oh fuck yeah, I'm rich as <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> And so one of my friends gave me a demo disc for my birthday. It was a demo disc that came from Pizza Hut. I remember those things. Yep. And and the demo disc had medieval on it or medieval, however Which you pronounce it. Which I think that. is overrated at this point. Th- yeah. Uh and it had Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that's such a great game. And uh I played that demo and told my dad, "Hey, today's my birthday. Let's go to Walmart." That's so redneck. <laughs> so we went. So we went to Walmart, and I bought Metal Gear Solid. 
And it's the it's the weirdest thing because you know whenever, especially back in the day when you got a game, the case or the uh, the box art was always like real colorful and had like all these like you know characters like you know grinning at the screen, explosions and shit like that. Metal Gear Solid was a white background with red lettering. Yep, that's all it was. That was that was yep. it. And I bought that game. I swear to God, I sat there and did not leave my room until it was finished. Nobody has the stories I have about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I know God. your stories about Metal Gear Solid. My but, God! But my, I was, I was completely obsessed with that game. That game blew me away. I was like, man, it's like, a, it's like you're playing a movie. You know, it blew me away whenever you're, you, you first, you know, get out of the water and you're sneaking around, and while you're playing the game, it's showing the credits. I was like, God, this is like watching a movie. I was I, that that game defined that that feeling of playing Metal Gear Solid defined video games for me. It was, that was that was excitement for me. It was an amazing game that I, I used to have fun because I worked at uh, I worked at it was Electronics Boutique at the time and I had the demo because I was such a fan. I had the Japanese version and had been playing a ton of it so they put a demo out of it and I brought it into the store to let people play and watching people just die over and over and over again in the first area was cracking me up. <laughs> but yeah, I remember just, God, that game. That, that game. game. The, and that come game. on, th- that, that final boss fight, dude, on top of the Metal Gear fist fight. Was Hell awesome. yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I even posted about it on Twitter the other day. The, that moment where you're talking to Miller and he takes off his sunglasses and it's fucking liquid the whole time. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, thanks. You just, you just fucking, you know, you're like, you think you're disabling Metal Gear. No, you just turned the fucker on for me. Thanks a lot, Snake. And I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. You know, it blew me away. I fucking love that game. The, the, that will all for forever. That will be my favorite game of all time. I about, I about teared up. You know when Otacon's laying out there with Sniper Wolf. Yep. That that was sad. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, what's funny is if you look back on it now, the graphics were so, oh, they're are so, so bad. bad. <laughs> yep. It's but like was... how did I ever get emotionally attached to any of these characters <laughs> looking like this? Yeah, they look pretty bad. That was one of the very first <clears throat> games that I remember having full on voice acting like that. It was the first one to be that good. Yeah. And that was one of the first games yep. I have heard curse words in. Yeah, I mean that's still not the best PS One voice acting. You gonna go with Kane? On that yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That 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 game has the best voice acting of any game that's ever existed. Period. Kane does have some wonderful voice acting in it. But yeah, that and um, probably another favorite game of mine. Um, I don't know if anybody's forgot about it, um, but uh, what is a man? Well, uh, yeah, the Symphony Symphony of the the fucking night, man. That's the thing is PlayStation was not only known for uh, franchises that we still play today, but it was known a lot for resurrecting franchises that, you know, had kind of been forgotten, like Final Fantasy and Castlevania and Metal Gear and stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, there were a lot of games that, you know, and people think they started there. They didn't. They got resurrected there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo properties. Well, not properties, but prop, uh, properties from the NES. Yeah, like Dragon Quest was another one. Hmm? Um, God, I'm trying to think of some other ones. But, yeah, there was just a ton of games that got Final it. Fantasy? I already said Final Fantasy. 
Yeah, oh, he already yeah. said Final Fantasy. Uh, but uh, the sequel to Chrono Trigger. Yep. Uh, Chrono, yeah. Chrono Cross. Cross. Yeah. Yep. Which was amazing. Which I have never played. It's. It, you know what? I don't. That's not my thing. But that was a good game. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven is number two on my favorite game of all time. Final Fantasy um, Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Metal Gear will forever because it, it's that nostalgia <clears throat> period. You know, you, you, the, the science science has said that you you have your your most nostalgic feelings for stuff when you uh, experienced them when you were thirteen and fourteen years old. Yeah. Well, that was right during the PlayStation for yeah, me. I think I was a little bit older than that. What was I? Sixteen when? Um, no, I was. Metal Gear Solid came out in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, so I was eighteen. Okay, I was 13. So. But yeah, man, the PlayStation 1 itself, 95, I was 16 years old, and I thought that was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, God. Th- those games those games blew me away and defined how I play as a, as a gamer now. Don't forget Tony Hawk started on Fuck yeah, Tony Hawk. And everybody loved Tony Hawk. Hell, people that, that didn't care about sports loved Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk 2 still might be the greatest sports game ever made. Which one was the one where they they introduced the level editor? God, I want to say that was three. Was it three? That's the one I spent. That's the one I spent the most time in because, man, I made some hellacious freaking skate parks. Do you have a game that uh, most people don't remember that you are fond of? I got three. <laughs> Holy. Um. <laughs> Jason probably knows what I'm talking about. Legend of Lagaya. Yeah, they made a sequel to that. They did make a sequel to that. PS2. Uh-huh. Came out under uh-huh. the, uh, what's it, the Fresh... There was like three games released under that label. It was Mr. Mosquito, uh, Leg- Lagaya 2, and... God, the other one was ridiculous, too. It was like Mr. Mosquito. Oh, yeah. Mad Maestro. That was the other one. Mad Maestro, yeah. It was fresh, yeah. fresh games from IDOS. Um, another one. They're all, I guess, JRPGs. Um, the other one, Legend of Dragoon. I knew that was coming. Everybody's yeah. still clamoring for that sequel. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But that that game was that game was like Final Fantasy quality. Hey, Drew. Yeah. I said never about Killer Instinct. This is true. There's still hope. This is true. PS4 Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> Legend 2. of Dragoon Two. It was wow. made by Sony. It was made by Sony. Yeah, it was. It was a Sony. Uh, it was a Sony joint. Um, and lastly, Ken, he knows what I'm talking about. Monster Rancher. Yeah, Monster Rancher. I put them. so many hours into Monster Rancher, and it's so ridiculous. Do you remember? Do you remember the? And I'm, I'm really stretching here, but do you remember the Pokemon ripoff for the PlayStation One? It was similar to Monster Rancher, except you didn't use Digimon. CDs. No, uh, Jade Monster Coc- Seed. Jade Cocoon. Jake oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, I forgot about Jake Cocoon. That's right. Yep. I played the shit out of that game. <laughs> that game was such a Pokemon ripoff. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I actually have a well I did have a special edition C D from E three the year Monster Rancher came out that had a limited edition monster on it. Oh yeah. That was the big thing for anybody who didn't know. Monster Rancher was a game where you could summon monsters to have in your party uh, by just putting random discs into the PlayStation. Yep. So, like, I would use AOL discs back yeah. when they had AOL discs. Yeah, back when they had AOL discs. Oh, yep. man. 
There are so many. Discs. And there are so many people that are listening to this right now. Like, what are you? T- what is an AOL disc? <laughs> you get your internet from a CD. That's dumb. Right. Yeah, it's it's a disc that used to fall from the sky back in the mid '90s. Yeah, pretty much. You see those in the CompuServe discs at Kmart. Yeah, go look for uh, go look. I think some people made art out of all the AOL discs that they received. Oh man, AOL God, discs. Those things were everywhere. Yep. But yeah, that's. I'm I'm trying to imagine any other. Like the uh, JRPGs mainly was on. The, the PlayStation for me that you know Resident Evil I was huge on Resident Evil and uh, Metal Gear blew me away. Um, there are so many like, there are so many games on the PlayStation that I just have such fond memories of. You know the thing the thing that I never played like because if you listen to Phoenix Down I had never played a Crash game up until a month ago. Yeah, Crash was a big one. Spyro yeah. wasn't as big for me. I thought the first couple were pretty good, but. And then, of course, I don't know why I, I hang on to Croc so hard. I really don't. I mean, that's it's a, it's an okay game, but I don't know why it sticks with me so much. That's that's about it for me. All right, so let's talk to let's talk to the wombat. When did you get your PS One? Um, I'm gonna have trouble coming up with exactly when I got it, but year wise. But here's what I can tell you. The first two games I got for it were PGA Tour Golf, because my dad wanted PGA Tour Golf, and Bushido Blade. Oh, Oh, Bushido Blade. And I played so much Bushido Blade. Me and a friend of mine used used to play that against each other. For hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And actually, he ended up get he ended up getting a PlayStation just because of Bushido Blade. <laughs> like that was the only reason he wanted one because he wanted to be able to play Bushido Blade when he wasn't at my house. Um, <laughs> and then the second Bushido Blade came out, and I was like, "Oh, this series is amazing!" And then they never made another one. Um, yeah. But uh, I, would, I would always I, run away from my opponent. Yeah, I mean that that was a big part of it. And then yeah, what you did uh, is you run away until you could circle back and head straight at him and slice him. Uh, the yep. best though was the um, uh, the trick that it, it was almost it wasn't a secret. It was in the manual and it was part of it. But it seemed like not too many people knew how to do it. Was the throwing weapon. Um, and the awesome thing about throwing weapons is it would be a one-hit kill most of the time if it hit him. <laughs> so the match would start, and as soon as it would let you fight, you just throw the whatever throwing weapon was, and the match would be over. <laughs> Alrighty. It was the best. I uh, I miss that game so badly, and if they ever make another one, I will never play anything else probably. Um <laughs> The uh, other than that, I played uh, a lot of. I, I played Metal Metal Gear just like everybody did. Um, I uh, trying to think of what the other big games that I had and loved for my original PlayStation were. Oh, some wrestling I, games, huh? Wrestling games. I know you're kind of into wrestling. Yeah, I. Um, they weren't as good on PlayStation though. No. I did have. I did have WCW versus the. Uh, uh, was it WCW versus no, not W? Yeah, WCW versus the world. Yeah, versus um, the world which was the which was the PlayStation version of uh, WCW NWO World Tour, but a little yeah. bit different. Um, 
which was fantastic. Um, and then uh, later into the generation, you had like SmackDown and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I played uh, the MLB series, which I play to this day, um, back when it was just like MLB 97 and MLB 98, and, uh, back when it was made by 989. And uh, I actually still have a MLB 99 hat at my house because uh, they gave away hats for your favorite team one year with purchase of a game. Um, but how could I forget my other favorite series? So uh, obviously, to say to say nothing of the fact that Bushido Blade is one of my favorite series ever that got started on that system, uh, Legacy of Kane is one of my favorite series ever that technically got started on the PC, but I first played it on the PlayStation. Um, but another favorite series of mine was Tenchu. Um, oh, Tenchu, Stealth Assassin. Uh, on the PlayStation. And I remember the first Tenchu coming out and just being blown away by the concept of a stealth action game uh, of that of that type. And then Metal Gear came out, and then that just blew everything out of the water. Um, so, yeah, I, gotta, I have a lot of fond memories of the PlayStation 1. Uh, especially of the startup music, um, I love the startup sound of the PlayStation One. Just so mysterious sounding. It sounded like it should be on a UFO. <laughs> it was it a wonderful sound. But what was crazy <laughs> is at the time when I bought the PlayStation One, um, I didn't have a television that had AV inputs on it. Uh, well, I did, but it was our our big TV in the family room, and my dad didn't want to put didn't want to hook it up to it because he was afraid that system would break the television um so uh i had a vcr that had inputs and a coax so i had the vcr coaxed to the television and the playstation plugged in through the vcr yeah yeah i did that so i had to have the vcr turned on it was funny because i remember getting my playstation home and opening it and i had to call the store i'm like how do i hook this up there's no coax cable in here (laughs) right yeah (laughs) Coax cable, man. Everything <laughs> hooked up with coax cable before the PlayStation. So, um, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other major series. As far as stuff that's um, a little more under the radar, I don't know how under the radar it is, but Vagrant Story uh, was a fantastic game, fantastic RPG. I don't know how many of you guys played that, but I did, and I did not like it. You it didn't is. like Vagrant Story? No, I found it. Just, it was a dungeon crawler, and it was really kind of it boring. Was. Yeah, it was a dungeon crawler, but I enjoyed yeah. it. I always wanted to play it, but it was just one of those that I never got around to playing. Sure. Yeah, it's, it was. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and it had a really awesome art style. I really liked the art style on it. Um, what else? Oh, the, the, probably some of the fondest memories, because I, like Drew, didn't have a whole lot of games, because um, yeah. it's not like we were rolling in the cache. Um, so I played a lot of demo discs. Yeah, and so I did too. Everybody did. Perhaps my fondest memories are of playing like the demo for Blasto. Blasto, I was going to mention that. Yeah, um, or Croc a hundred million times, and uh, my you know younger self being convinced that there was somehow that I was going to be able to unlock the full game from playing the demo. And <laughs> the uh, uh, what else did I? The uh, Intelligent Cube. Play. <sighs> Over that, God, um, I know exactly I, that demo dish you're talking about. Blast Chamber. Oh, Blast Chamber is a game that needs to be remade. Yeah, that game was fantastic. I love Blast Chamber. 
Um, oh, God, how could I forget? So, probably my favorite games from the PlayStation. Bushido Blade, Legacy of Kane, Tenchu, the first one, and the second one. So both of those were really good. And then, last but not least, the Jet Moto series. <gasps> those games I, do not age well, by the way. They age terribly. <laughs> but, uh, back in the day, I played so much Jet Moto. And I would just, I wouldn't even race. I'd just mess around in the tracks because they had like that. Um, I think it was Jet Moto 2 had that one track that was uh, like elevated up above the ground. It was almost like an outer space, and there was a lot of cool jumps and stuff you could do. Yep. And I would just mess around in that, doing tricks and stuff. Oh, I played the crap out of Jet Moto, man, and you're right. They age horribly. You only need to buy the second one because the second one has all the tracks from the first one. Yeah, and it's so much better than the first it's one. It's so much better, but it's still terrible. Yeah, it yeah, like you said, it did not it is not a game that aged well. Oh man, you play that now on your H D T V and you almost barf. Yeah, well it it'd probably give you a headache and probably poke your eyes out with all the jaggies. Oh man, like the water in that game is just a flat blue pixel. Yep. Oh. So much fun though back in the day. I played the crap out of that game. Yeah. Oh, you know, I totally underestimated how long this would take. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even talked about PlayStation 2 yet. Yeah, we're still on PS1, and we still got two more people to go. So maybe on PS2 and PS3, we, we just we just roundtable those bitches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll go to Jason now, talk about your PS1. So so far, nobody bought it at launch. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. So. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it at launch as well. Um, I remember when I first read about the the PlayStation. Uh, it was in a uh, magazine. I think it was Video Games and Computer Entertainment Magazine. And it was it had an article about it. And I was like, Sony making a game console? Really? Yeah, we all thought it was like, kind of stupid that Sony was making a video. As much like we thought it was stupid Microsoft was making a game console. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, uh, yeah, who, who's going to be the next to make a game system? Toshiba? Yeah, so yeah, I was like, oh, well, well, we'll see what happens. Well, Philips and, made one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. That was a disaster. Panasonic made one. <laughs> yeah, but um, the uh, the first the first PlayStation item I ever received was I was at a game store and I uh, and I picked up a free demo disc that they were given out before. Right. Yeah, before the PlayStation was even released. It was kind of this, you know, this building of anticipation for this new console, and they were giving out free discs, you know, and I was like, oh, cool. It, it was basically like a graphics demo disc. Is that the T-Rex one? Yeah. Yeah, the T-Rex, man. If you haven't seen the PlayStation T-Rex, go YouTube that thing. That was like, oh my god, we're getting Jurassic Park visuals in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, it was it was really cool because, um, I remember on my way home, I put the disc in and was able to listen to the audio, some uh, some music on the disc, and that was uh, that was one of the cool things that I really liked about the early PlayStation games. 
it was just the just the fact that you could actually uh, listen to the soundtrack on a uh, on a CD player. Uh, I always thought that was cool. You, you, you had to skip the uh, the first track because the first track was the game itself. You had to go to track two to begin listening to the music. And uh, well, Castlevania. If nobody remembers, if you put Castlevania in the CD player, it was actually Alucard telling you that it was not a music CD. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Um, the the first PlayStation game I bought was Street the the original Street Fighter Alpha. I remember oh, no. that because yeah. you didn't have a machine. Yes, I I didn't even have a P- PlayStation. You know, and then we were in, I think, high school, and I made fun of him because he bought a game with no machine. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just wanted to have something to play initially. You know, got a system, you know, and already have some some games. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, it was kind of a, a way to get myself to be like, okay, you're definitely getting the system because you own a game. Yeah, I did. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I owned WrestleMania 2000 before I owned a 64. Oh, sweet. But I mean, yeah, I didn't 64. I know this isn't a Nintendo conversation, but I didn't get a Nintendo 64 till late, but WrestleMania 2000 I was having a hard time finding it. So when I found it, I just bought it even though I didn't have a system. So yeah, I get that, you, Jason. That that would that would definitely be the uh the right thing to do, especially towards a a rare game. But uh, yeah, I, I picked up that. I I don't really know the probably the second game I got was I would I would have to say the the original Resident Evil because right around when I finally got a PlayStation was right around when Resident Evil came out. I think it was like maybe a week or two after it came out. But I remember uh, going over to Ken's house and uh, I, I back in those days, man, we were hanging out almost every other day, dude. Yeah, I was back in the yeah. day when I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, we, we we were hanging out playing PlayStation. It was it, it was fun times, and I remember like Resident Evil came out, and I was just like, I got to get this system now. Yeah, Resident so, Evil was a big game. Hell yeah, it was, man. So I picked up a system, started playing some Resident Evil, and. You know, broke that up with uh, playing some Street Fighter Alpha, which I'd already owned for months by this time. So uh, it was fun times, and uh, I remember. Let's see, I I remember before Metal Gear Solid came out in the states. I remember Ken importing the Japanese version. That I did. Yep, and I remember going over to his house and essentially watching him play almost probably the last three quarters of the entire game. I think it, I think it was in just one night. We we were. How did you do that, Ken? Lots of patience. It's in Japanese. Like, how how would you know to use Merrill's code? Uh, that one I think I had to fact. I had to go okay. on the internet and look that up because I yep. I never figured that out. I'm like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being so intrigued by the storytelling in that game, and I had no idea what they were even saying. 
it was just the presentation and I knew it was a cool story going on because of all this crazy stuff that was happening in the game itself. And I, I was just like, I remember like the whole time, like I was just like, Oh my God. Like it just seemed like there was an, Oh, oh my God moment. Like every five to 10 minutes constantly throughout that pretty much almost the whole entire game. It was like just something crazy happening that you've never experienced on any other game before. It just felt so fresh and new and, and it was just absolutely incredible. Uh, other game that made a incredible impact on my game in life was, uh, obviously Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I remember reading about the making of this game almost like a full year before it even came out because I was, I was always reading game fan magazine and they had a huge article about it. It was kind of like a coming out article. Nobody else had like any footage of it yet. And it was like this whole, you know, it was like five pages just full of new info. And it, it was a game that I had an obsession with. And even, and when the game finally came out, and this was also after there was a demo disc that came out with a uh, toe ball number one, the, mm-hmm. uh, the square Enix, well, not square Enix, but the square soft fighting game. There was a demo disc that came with that and, uh, played the crap out of the, uh, final fantasy seven demo. Um, to the point where when I played the full game, I noticed a lot of really different nuances and there was a lot of a lot of little changes, like a slight, like a font change would be different. Uh, some of the some of the script would be slightly altered from the demo to the to the full release, and it was it was just like, oh yeah, he didn't say that; he reworded it. You know, it, it was just I, I noticed all these little changes when the full game came out, and it just it, I, I just couldn't believe I was. I was actually playing the full game itself. And I think I, I think I probably played through that whole game in probably a week. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I played through final fantasy seven in a week. Granted, I didn't get the, the, uh, the last summon. Nights of the round. round. Yeah. The nights of the round. I, I didn't get that. So, uh, Sephiroth was a little bit of a challenge. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no, the main bad guy Seriously. is Sephiroth. <laughs> Sephiroth. How dare you? But, uh, yeah, he was he was a little bit of a challenge uh, when I played, but but I, uh, I finally defeated him. And I was just like, oh, my God, this, this game is absolutely amazing. I mean, one of the... One of the there, were, there, there was, like all kinds of stuff that was um, besides the CGI cutscenes that were, that were really cool. There were all kinds of uh, little touches like, uh, like towards the probably about one third of the way through the game, you'd come across this area called the golden saucer, which was a amusement park that they introduced into the game. Um, You know, you didn't, you didn't really have to do anything there besides there was a little, little, little bit of a story element in the in the facility but 
there were rides that you could ride. There were all kinds of mini games. There were there was like arcade games that you could play. And it was one of the first games where you could actually play a game inside of a game. And I just thought all there was all kinds of little touches in Final Fantasy Seven, all kinds of all kinds of innovation that that uh you know to this day you see you see little the influences of that game and uh yeah that was definitely my favorite my favorite RPG for the for that system was Final Fantasy 7 um if i had to mention a, a couple of uh mentions real quick would be uh, uh the original Suikoden uh which w- uh, which was another game i absolutely loved i never played the second one uh which a lot of people said was actually superior to the first one um and the other game that I really, really enjoyed was the, uh, the original Lunar Silver Star story, um, that had a huge packaging and oh, a yeah. lot of, a lot of stuff that came with it. Music CD, a, uh, hand puppet of the main villain, <laughs> which I still have somewhere to this very day. And the map. Don't forget the map. And the, and the, the cloth, the cloth map. But that wasn't an original PlayStation game. No, so, no, it wasn't. Sega CD. It was a Sega CD game. Yep, it was. It, it was. It was a remake. It was a. It was a. It was a complete, pretty much from the ground up remake. But it, it was. It was originally a Sega CD game. But it it definitely came into its own on a, on the original PlayStation. Did you play the uh, Ark the Lad games? I played a little bit of the first one. I thought it was decent, but it was it was another one of those games that I always wanted to play, but there were other other titles that I had a little bit of a higher priority to yeah, play. Though the, there there were a lot of B tier RPGs on the PlayStation. Yeah. A lot of B tier. You know, like uh I hate to say it, Legaya, Legend of Legaya was one of them and uh, Art the Lad was and just uh there was a lot of, you know, I, I even thought Suikoden, or Suikoden, however you want to pronounce it. Suikoden. I saw, I've always called it Suikoden. But um, I thought that was a B tier. Don't forget about the Wild West Wild Arms. Wild Arms yeah. was Wild another Arms. one, yeah. Yep, yep, I played that one. Which I did play a lot of Wild Arms. Uh, I imagine a lot of people have played Wild Arms recently, because wasn't uh, the PlayStation version available for free if you had PlayStation Plus on the Vita? I think so. Didn't they make that the PS1 version of that free for a little while? I don't think so, because I don't have it. And I I haven't missed a PlayStation Plus game in years. I'm pretty sure a Wild Arms was free, though. If I'm yeah, I'm pretty mistaken. sure that, too. But maybe I'm wrong. I Somebody, I'm sure, will correct us. Yeah, they always do. Uh, okay, so I will wrap this up, and then we'll just roundtable the last two machines. <laughs> That's fine. Because <laughs> I think I'm, we, I think we have nostalgia the PlayStation One. I think we all can agree that we love that machine a little too much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's no secret um, that my favorite game is obviously Metal Gear Solid. Always has been. Probably, maybe, always will be. Uh, but I did buy my machine at launch, and I initially wasn't going to, um, because back then I, you know was not old enough to have my own money. So How old were you? 15, 16, I think. Mm, I had okay. to be, yeah, when that thing came out, I think I was 15. Um, 
And in order to buy that machine, I had to give up my Sega Genesis with my Sega CD and my 32X and my Super Nintendo. Holy shit, man. Wow. To trade in to buy a PlayStation. Wow. And I wasn't going to do that. But then I went to uh, the mall the night before the system came out at KB Toys. If anybody remembers that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. KB Toys. Uh, uh, And they had them sitting on the shelf. That was back before people cared that you couldn't, you know, show it to anybody before it came out. Yeah. So they were sitting there getting ready to sell them, and I'm like, I gotta do this. I gotta have one of those. <laughs> so, yeah, I packed up all my crap, took it to GameStop the next morning, bought the system. Uh, I didn't make the best launch choices. I bought Toshinden, which was amazing at the time, because it was, yeah, know, like, oh my god, but it's still not a very good game. And I bought Kiliak, the DNA Imperative. Oh my gosh! And that I have no game idea is, what that is. It is awful. They actually made a I sequel. I have a friend who that's actually one of his favorite games. Of oh all my time. god, that game was terrible. Yeah, uh, I know. It was I try f- and convince him of that all the time, but it, he he still loves it. It was a robot first-person shooter. Okay, um, I remember that. And it it actually did get a sequel, and both games are pretty awful. Um. But uh, the fondest memories I have, uh, another series that started, um, actually a couple series that started that nobody's mentioned at this point is Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah. The, the original Tomb Raider. I actually played through that entire first game, which if anybody has ever finished the first Tomb Raider, you know what a feat that is. Yeah, yeah. my my friend and I beat the second one, but we beat it on P- uh, PC, so. <laughs> yeah, I beat the first one on PC. That game is hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, super try con- hard. <laughs> try controlling it with a keyboard and mouse. Oh, my God. Like, that that game is super hard. And I remember playing through that entire game. And, of course, Resident Evil. And another series that started on the PlayStation nobody's mentioned so far, because I don't think anybody has the love for it that I do, is uh, Twisted Metal. Yep. Um, i twist- played that. Twisted Metal 2. I played the crap out of Twisted Metal 2. Yeah, Twisted Metal 2 is probably a game that I played hundreds and hundreds of hours of um, just trying to find the secrets and trying to figure out all the the level transitions and all that stuff. I played a lot of that game. That yeah. was that was a great game. That was never my cup of tea. Nah, they've never really like they've made attempts to do the car combat genre, like uh, Vigilante Eight, which also started on the PlayStation. Uh-huh. Um, you remember Rogue Trip? Rogue Trip was another one that was actually made by the guys that made Twisted Metal. It was like a mix between Crazy Taxi and uh, it had some like pickup passengers and all that. I got I it. got one for you. Do you remember Critical Depth? Oh yeah, I remember Critical Depth. Criti- How about Descent? You remember oh, Descent? Descent. Yes, I remember. Descent. You want to talk about a game that was awesome but would make you sick in five minutes? That oh and, yeah, that and Forsaken. Remember Forsaken? Mm-hmm. I remember Forsaken. That was yep. basically Descent. Um, it was basically Descent. For yeah. some reason, <laughs> I always way to put it. I always get uh, Forsaken mixed up with that fucking Bruce Willis game. Oh, Apocalypse! Apocalypse. Even though they have uh, nothing to yeah. do with each other, I think they had the same kind of like bullshit art style. Mm, no, Forsaken is a first-person like spaceship. I know. It doesn't look anything like Apocalypse. Apocalypse looks like a terrible Bruce Willis character. It was a terrible Bruce Willis game. I'm also shocked nobody mentioned Silent Hill. That's another one that... I was a Resident Evil guy. Yeah, I was a Resident Evil guy, too. I mean, that's that's the thing. Back in the day, you had your... 
you had your Resident Evil people and you had your Silent Hill people. You know, same way like when we're going into the PlayStation 2, you had your Metal Gear people and you had your Splinter Cell people. Uh, Splinter Cell was Xbox. Yeah, they still came on PS2 though. Eventually, it was it was exclusive for Xbox at first. I know. And the PS2 version was awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, another another series that's kind of not well known that I absolutely adored was Rallycross One and Two. I I, I loved those games. Rallycross. Yeah. I don't know Rallycross. First per uh, first party Sony game, off road rally racing. Really, really mm-hmm. loved that game. And Destruction Derby Two, as I mentioned earlier, I still think is the pinnacle of that series. Uh, and of course, the Ridge Racer games. I think I loved every single one of them up to uh, R4. I played the crap out of the original Gran Turismo. I played the crap out of the first one. The second one, I did. That's when I lost my interest. Yeah, I uh, I played a decent amount of the the first one. Yeah, but I, I loved Ridge Racer. R4 is still, I think, my favorite Ridge Racer game. I loved R4. Great soundtrack too. I really liked early Need for Speed. Yeah, uh, Need, yeah. For, Need for Speed Three Hot Pursuit is still oh, one of my favorite that's games. Fantastic game. That's yeah. PlayStation Two though. No, right? it's PlayStation One. Was, was it PlayStation One? They yeah. redid Hot Pursuit on PlayStation Two. Yeah, and okay. on the Xbox and on 360. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which fun fact? If you ever played Hot Pursuit on the PlayStation Two versus the Xbox, the original Xbox, those are two completely different games. And the Xbox One is not very good. It's really weird. It's like what they were, was what was the B team racing game that was on the PlayStation as well? Which one? Uh, yeah, there was about ten. Test drive. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's oh, the one yeah. I'm thinking of. Test drive. Test drive. Yeah, I remember those Pitbull software. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Uh, as far as obscurity goes, we've already mentioned Blast Chamber, but God, I love that game. I seriously need to find a copy of that game and play it. I know you. Uh, I know you played it, um, but the the infamous Thrill Kill. Yes, I have played Thrill Kill and the game that it turned out to be, which is the Wu Tang Shaolin yeah. style. Oh God! Uh, Thrill Kill is terrible. Yeah. Don't go looking out for it. Uh, I was also a big fan of the Capcom obscure fighters on PS1. Obviously, Street Fighter Alpha 3 is my favorite, but I loved Rival Schools and Star Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Those games were awesome. I really enjoyed both of those games. Um, But let's move on, and let's talk about PS2. I guess we'll just kind of... I don't know what to do at this point. Just Just say, hey, how'd you get it, and then what's some of your favorite games? Okay, well, did anybody buy it at launch? I bought it at launch. I bought it at launch. So okay, Jason, did you buy it at launch? No, I, no, I didn't. I I think it was maybe a few months later. What about you, John? Did you buy it at launch? No. Okay, so three out of five of us bought yeah. it at launch. Just the first first console I ever bought with my own money. Yeah, I went to the midnights. I was actually was. I think I was married when the PS2 came. I, can't, I was with the person that I was married to first when the PS2 came out, because I remember she went with me. That was 2001? Yeah. Yeah, I was married. I was married in 2000. Or it was 2000. 2000. Because the Xbox and GameCube were 2001, right? 
and the Dreamcast was 99. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's right. It. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, in 2000, I believe I was. Um, but yeah, I went to the midnight sale and picked it up. Um, and I think I bought every launch game. Holy shit, man. <laughs> I remember that. And 96% of them were terrible. Yeah, I had Summoner, and it was so oh, awful. Summoner was Fantavision. Awful. Fantavision was good. Um, Kingsfield. Kingsfield was good. Um, what's that other? Uh, Orphan. Oh, no, God. Orphan. Oh, Scion yeah. of Sorcery. Oh, Orphan. God. That game was awful. Oh, uh, my favorite launch game, funny enough, was a game that had been on Dreamcast for a while, which was DOA. Yeah. They did the special DOA 2 Hardcore, I think it was called. Yep. And uh, wasn't Time Splitters? Time Splitters was a launch game, and it was one of those launch games that totally wasn't finished. Like, yeah. you, could, you could tell throughout that game that it was not done. Yeah, you could tell it had a great premise, but it was so shallow. Yeah, the very first Time Splitters was. Now Time Splitters Two was fantastic. Yep, and Time Splitters Three was not so good. No, which is why I wonder why so many people clamor that and want a sequel. I don't know nostalgia. It is totally nostalgia, but Time Splitters Two was amazing. Yes, like, I really, really love Time Splitters. That was one of the first FPSs on a console that let you make your own levels. Mm-hmm. And they could like you could change the lighting and all that. It was really cool. I'm trying to think, what else was it launched? Like, Madden was it launched, and it was just visually impressive? The, um... The PlayStation 2 was my introduction to uh, dual analog controls. Really? You didn't have a PS1 dual analog? Not, no, I never owned a DualShock. Wow. Yeah, yep. I bought the, like... I'd, I'd go back to Croc. I bought the Sony analog controller, the one without DualShock, just for Croc. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. And nope. I've grown to hate the DualShock design at this point. <laughs> Which is, it's just um, been around too long. It has. I uh, I did not have a memory card. Oh. So I had to leave my PlayStation 2 on all the time. That's the other oh. thing. The PS1 and PS2, not the best reliable hardware. My PS2 ran like a champ. Never had a single problem out of it. You wow. are You are that um, weird guy who still has a launch 360. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now my P- my PlayStation One, it could have been because it was a pawn shop. Uh, no, masterpiece. no, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it was because it was a PlayStation One. Yeah. Uh, my my friend, I think I've told this story a couple times, but my friend owned a game store, and uh, he had a side room that basically probably had a, and uh, that's probably an exaggeration, probably forty broken PlayStation Twos in it, and probably another twenty five broken PS Ones. Yeah, yep. PlayStation, PlayStation One and PlayStation Two were not the best. <laughs> actually, actually made a pretty good living for a little bit taking PlayStation Twos apart, cleaning them, and putting them back together. Uh, so any other PlayStation? 2? I mean, PlayStation Two was a huge system that I kind of. That was when I uh, like kind of rebelled against PlayStation when Xbox came out. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was, I understand where fanboys come from because I was one. Oh, I was, uh, are you kidding me? But with the PlayStation 2, like, I bought it at launch, loved every bit of it. Um, But there was a time when the GameCube came out. I became a Nintendo fanboy for some reason. 
Yeah, the GameCube didn't really hit me, other than you know a couple of their really impressive games like Wind Waker um, remake. Obviously, RE4. RE4, was yeah, because it was exclusive for like a year. Um, but other than that, I didn't I didn't care too much. And, and the PS2 had great games. The reason why I was always ragging on it was because the Xbox looked so much better. Yeah. When, it did. When you would get a game on both machines, it was always, 90% of the time, better on the Xbox. Yep. So, and, But the thing is, is, it didn't get as many games, so titles like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy and... I mean, this is back in a time before all of those were regular Xbox titles. Yeah. Right. So, PlayStation had everything. Yeah, it and seemed like that was, that was the king of the consoles that generation. That that particular PS2 is what made Sony as arrogant as they were going into the PS3. Oh, absolutely. Because the PS2 is still widely considered, you know, one of the best-selling machines of all time. It still is the best-selling, isn't it? No one's actually yep. beaten that yet, are they? Yeah, I think it's... 155 million? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the best-selling console of all time. And I don't think those heady heights are ever going to be reached again. That had such... such was, a, the DVD player was a big one. Yeah, yeah, the that's DVD what got player that was a selling point. Yeah. yeah, DVD player was a big selling point of that machine because I remember that's why a lot of people didn't buy the Dreamcast. They're like, well, "I'll wait on the PS2 because it's got a DVD player in it." Yep. yep. The uh, that and it's the PlayStation the first DVD player I owned. The PlayStation Two was the final nail in Sega's coffin. Yeah, and you look at the titles that came out of that machine, from the Kingdom Hearts to the introduction of 3D Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um. You know, Metal Gear Solid 2, once again, Sony killing it with a Metal Gear game. It's just, there was so much to that system that just everybody wanted one, everybody had one. Even guys like me who preferred the Xbox had PS2s and multiple PS2s because of them breaking. I didn't want, I did not want to be without a PS2. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had no idea what Zone of the Enders was, but I bought it only because it came with Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. I think we all did. Yeah, I think that yeah. was most everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody bought Zone of Enders. Zone of Enders is the best-selling demo of all time. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it. Along with, uh, along with Crackdown. Yeah, or, crack, or not crackdown. crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown uh, came with the Halo yeah, 3. Yeah, Crackdown came with the Halo 3 beta. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything... PlayStation 2 lasted so long and had so many yeah. games that I don't... But the thing is, is like none of them stick out to me. There's two for me. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 3. Metal Gear Solid 3 was a great game. It was. was a f- amazing yeah, I really game. wish I could have played Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, that's right. Every, t- every time I tried to, it corrupted my memory card. I remember that. Oh, you had I, that tried, problem. I tried three different copies of Metal Gear and two different memory cards. And for some reason, I, it must have been something with my PlayStation, but for some reason, every time it can corrupted my save. So you've never played Metal Gear Solid 3? Nope. <sighs> Holy crap, yeah, Go dude. buy that HD collection, man. Yep, that's, nope, that's, never that's, did. Yeah, that's that's one of the best that they've made ever. Yeah, well... Never played it. Nope. Well, I I played it. I shouldn't say I never played it. I played it. You just never beat it. No, because I'd get a certain amount of hours in and my save would get corrupted every time. Damn. Um, Another game that that was one of the last PlayStation 2 games to ever come out was uh, uh, Persona 4. You know, I don't know know how I forgot this, but God, it got a war, dude. Oh, yeah. 
Especially, I mean, God of War 2 came out when after the... Uh, Xbox. Uh, yeah, after the Xbox 360 had come out. This is and, true, yeah. Uh, that was still a fantastic game. I think Persona came out after the it did. 360 as well. Like, PS2 just kept, you know, putting out the hits. And quality stuff, man. Dude, Persona 4, seriously, I, I will say it to this day, forever. Persona 4 is one of the best role-playing games that's ever been made. And you know Period. what? You want some obscure titles that I absolutely adored? Um, War of the Monsters. War of the Monsters was a fantastic game. And then uh, Downhill Domination. I don't know if you. Yep, Downhill that. Domination, very good game. Th- that's the only game in history I can tell you that is a BMX game that is awesome. Yep. I mean the the Mira games were okay um, until they went, you know, boobies. Yeah. BMX Triple X. Yes. But um, Downhill Domination, if you can find a copy of that game, it's just pure, unadulterated fun. Yeah. And there's something about that game that is just so much fun. Jack and Daxter series started there. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. yeah that, one of my favorite. Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper, which uh, <sighs> totally got shut out on PS4. Yeah. They never marketed that game. No, yes, it three, tragedy on that one. Yeah. But it, it just goes to show, I mean, you, you're reeling these off, things like Gran Turismo and Metal Gear and uh, God of War and Ratchet and Clank. That's why the PS2 was such a great console and why it yeah. done so well. And what's funny is we had is we had almost all of those franchises on the PS3. Yeah. Which is yep. kind of weird that it didn't do as well. Well, because that PlayStation price. 3 had fucking problems. The price was horrible. Um Third party or third party software didn't run as well. Yeah, they, they, I mean they, they. It was it was clear that Xbox 360 had the shit that everybody wanted, and it had the better running shit. But it didn't and have I'm, the better exclusives. It's true. Yeah, which is weird. It it goes to show you that it's it's a it's a different game than it was back then. I guess transitioning into the PS3, did anybody buy one at launch? Hell no. Yes. No. I uh, so the own. Um, I bought one at launch, but it'll, it still won't be. Um, it still wasn't my first launch um, like event because I got mine delivered. Yeah, I, so, I, I bought it at launch. Uh, I did not. PS, PS4 will still will be my first ever at midnight queuing console. Yeah, I, I, my my first ever midnight launch console was the Wii. Wow, really? I, uh, yeah. I, uh, cause I bought PlayStation 2 the morning it came out, cause I had to work that day at the mall, and so I thought there's no reason for me to go in for a midnight launch, it's not <laughs> like I'm gonna stay up and play it. So yeah, I, uh, I just went in early the next morning before I had to go to work and bought it. Yeah, PS2 was my first midnight launch. Yeah, that was mine too. Cause I actually was old enough to drive myself and get it. <laughs> I was not, I was 15. What the oh. hell happened? It was me and a buddy of mine. His mom dropped us off, <laughs> and then and then came and picked us up because he didn't want his mom in the line with us. No, I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Uh, so PS3, like me and John, but I'm shocked that John bought it at launch, dude. That's super expensive. Hell yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I don't know. It's. I kind of got. I, I, it was five hundred quid, which is, I guess, and that the money at that point was almost eight hundred dollars. Um, 
Uh, it came with... Um, what is it? It came because I got it from an online retailer, and it came bundled with. I remember it came bundled with Click, the Blu-ray. Um, Fantastic <laughs> movie. But we got we got uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. You know what? I'm actually quite glad I got Click then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ricky Bobby was a whole that uh, that was a fan. Talladega Nights is a fantastic movie and shame no, on you. God no, I, I, maybe it's lost on me because it's all about um, NASCAR and I don't uh, Britons don't understand that. Um, turn left, turn left, turn left. Um, <laughs> so uh, whilst it comes, the guy Genji, fucking hell, oh, really. Genji. I, I look back at that and I think really that's what it came with. I can't remember. If, I'm sure it came with. What other launch games were there? Resistance. Yeah, Resistance. Yep. Oh, yes, it came with Resistance, yeah. That was probably the best of the bunch, really. Well, uh, look at it like this. Like, the PS2 launch lineup was awful, but, man, that PS3 launch lineup made it look, like, stellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. PS3 might be the worst launch in history as far as titles that were released and the quality of said titles. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, it was real bad. And, like, they were expecting people to pay 600 bucks for this machine that had a bad launch lineup. Had giant yeah. enemy crabs. I mean, Genji, Resistance, there was another exclusive. And I'm trying for the life of me to remember what it was. Was there a Ridge Racer? No. Oh, wait, yeah, there was a Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer 7 Yeah, was the launch title. Because this, this generation will be the first generation without a Ridge Racer since PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, but understandable. Yeah, I don't... It's weird to me that we're not getting a Ridge Racer. I need a new Ridge Racer. I feel like I need that for it to be real. <laughs> yep. We got, we got Need for well, Speed. Well, you've got four days to get over that, my friend. It has four nothing to do to with the quality of the game, Drew. It has to do with the fact that there's not a Ridge Racer. It's not a Ridge Racer. You know, it's, there's always been a Ridge Racer since the original PlayStation. I hate to say it, but Ridge Racer's kind of played its... Played its uh... Like Need for Speed hasn't? Well, I mean, Need for Speed still sells copies, doesn't it? I understand that, but I'm talking about nostalgia here, son. How did Unbound do? Just saying. I'm not talking about sales here. Stop being a that guy. <sighs> Armchair. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I don't know. And as we go into this week, PlayStation 4's launch lineup... Uh, it is a little lackluster. It's it's gotten worse over time, and it makes me... Like, there's still games there I want to play, because I've purposely skipped Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in Need for Speed. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield, I will wait for Xbox, just because, I, I don't know. I feel like Xbox is my shooter machine, I don't know. I have, I have a feeling that when you start playing Killzone online with me, you're going to have some fun. I'm not saying I won't have fun, but... You'll you're, still be like, not, ah, it's crap. You're not buying Battlefield, so <laughs> I'm not buying. I'm not buying Battlefield. No. So you know, and Justin is buying Battlefield, and I want to play online with people in Battlefield. Oh, congratulations! That's just my point. But no, the Shadow, you know, Shadowfall looks good. I hope it's good because Killzone so far is thirty-three uh, percent good to me. Because the first did, one. Did anyone, um... Did anyone download that sort of minute and a bit clip in full 1080p that they stuck out on the PSN? I uh, I downloaded it and watched it, and I didn't see a huge difference. Seriously, I thought the lighting was fucking incredible. I don't, but I'm saying I don't see a huge difference in watching that stuff on like YouTube in 1080p. Yeah, but it's slightly different. 
because obviously YouTube has its limits, and this well, one we, you know, I understand that, but I'm not. It's not like OMG. <laughs> okay, I'm not, but that's just me. I watched it. and I'm like, yeah, this looks really good. I yeah, thought we'll, it see, we'll see it in four days. I thought it looked really good on YouTube. I've never yeah. once said that Shadowfall did not look good. <laughs> I think it looks really good. In fact, I think it might be that or Rise <clears throat> are probably the best looking next gen games I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, before we run off into PlayStation Four stuff, just want to mention real quickly about my PlayStation Three. I bought it um, the launch of Metal Gear. In fact, I had the Metal Gear bundle. One of those nice backwards compatible ones. Well, see, uh, our launch machines were backwards compatible. Yeah, I, I just, but then they kind of quickly dispersed those, and then you, you're kind of screwed. And then they said, "Oh, we're going to do one final backwards compatible version." I'm still really depressed that the PS3 is not backwards compatible with PS2 because there's a lot of games I'd like to go back and play. That's that's my biggest thing. Well, and, you guys should think yourself lucky. I mean, you guys, we didn't get. As far as I'm aware, we didn't get the backwards compatible model over here because um, we had to wait about four, five months before we got it in the UK. I just then my Metal Gear uh, PS3 died, and I had to go get another one, and it's not backwards compatible. Yep, nice. Both of my so, PS3s are slims, so the yeah. other one of them are backwards my compatible. My PS3 is still backwards compatible. You are a lucky son bitch. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yellow light yeah. hits a lot of people. So enjoy that because I'm I've noticed those things going for ridiculous amounts of money and I've thought about buying a PS two, but I'm like, you know what? I just don't have time. Hey, dude, I've, <laughs> I've, already showed, PS2. I've already showed you a, an actual legit way to play them on your PC. I understand that. I just haven't had time to look at it. And I've got the discs in a box somewhere. So it's like, I do I want to dig that out, or do I want to continue to sit here and look at all these games that I have to play? I mean, for God's sakes, look at this week. <laughs> this is true. I, I ain't got no time to go back and play a PS2 right now. You guys are talking about playing Cameo for Phoenix Down. I'm like, dude, that needs to be like February or March. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait on you. You know, it's not that I don't want to play that game, but it's going to be a while. Uh, so PS4 is up this week. Everybody except for Wombat is picking one up at launch. So, like, it seems like over time, the ratio has changed, although almost everybody bought a PS2 at launch. Well, the ratio changed because it went from us being kids to having no money to us being teenagers who do have money to us being adults who have no money. Right. Well, <laughs> circle of life. And, yeah. Well, we're all buying a four hundred dollar machine this week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because we have no money. <laughs> I've done really well. I have saved uh, this week. I put down my final amount that has covered my um, kill zone um, bundle. So I'm, um, I'm set. I'm happy. I don't. Uh, even, I don't even want to talk weeks. about it. I don't even want to talk about it, John. Two weeks. I've got PS4, Xbox One, extra controller for both. Um, That's your choice. And six games total. Are you going to Target to do that thing for the PlayStation? No. 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 I, I, I got to. I I am. I was... I, see, the thing is, is like, I don't know what we're getting. Yeah. So, at this point, I'm not buying anything. The only thing I have pre-ordered is I bought Killzone, Knack, and Assassin's Creed uh, for the PS4 launch. And I don't think I'm going to need to buy any of those. But I didn't want to get my machine Thursday night and not have something to play. Right. 
You know, oh look, I got a PS4 at midnight. I have zero games. Well, you'll have <laughs> I'm not... contrast. Hopefully, if they're alive. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know. Yeah, what that's the, the gonna... worry. We don't know is... what the hell is going to happen with the PlayStation Network when this happens. Yeah, yeah. So and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday may be a mess. I feel I very. I feel very good. Much. Excuse me. I feel very good that somebody got their Xbox early, logged on, and got everything without any issue. You know that doesn't mean that it's not going to be that it's not going to be bogged down when the system comes out, but that shows me that it's there. It's up and running. I still have yet to see a PS4 connect to the internet. <laughs> you know, PSN hasn't been the greatest network, which is what makes me nervous about it. Ugh. So I'm hoping that I don't have an issue Thursday night, and if I don't, great, awesome. But you know what? I don't know. We'll see. I will be just as nervous next Thursday when I'm going to pick up my Xbox One. <laughs> That's the only thing, you know, and I'll just, I'll joke around about being a fanboy, even though Sony's better, but, um, <laughs> nice little slide in there. Yeah. But the, the one thing I do worry about for anybody out there is hardware failure. Cause I know we had it a lot last gen. I pray to God we don't have it this gen. But and I don't wish that on anybody, you know. Even if I am getting a Sony console, if you're getting an Xbox, I don't wish that on you. <laughs> you know, I, it sucks for everybody. I hope that both of them have learned. Um, Sony seemed to have learned more last gen. The PS3 was a lot more stable than the PS1 and the PS2. Um, yeah. Xbox, the original Xbox was like a tank. That thing never broke. Uh, but the Xbox 360, we know how many issues that thing had. That yeah, got rushed that because they were trying reason. to get out. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm also worried that maybe they did that with these two machines. Really? I, I am. I, I'm not sure that both of these machines were ready, and I can say that by looking at the fact that neither one of their day one updates were ready until about two weeks ago. But, I mean, I can see your point, um, but maybe they were just working on it later. Maybe they wanted to make sure it was right. I mean, this they must have been thinking about this being the next gen phase two or three years ago because it's gone on so long. So no doubt, but were like they think, were they really ready? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Fucking hell, it's not that far. Away, it's, it? it's four days for us, and I'm sure <sighs> there's going to be. Here's the thing, though: is you're going to have to weed through the stories because there's going to be people whose machines break. Oh yeah, it's, it always and they're is. the ones that are going to get reported on. Yeah, it's, and those are the ones that's going to be like, "Oh my god, this machine is broken." <laughs> Everybody's the top machine. story on Reddit. It'll be well, you know how bad ten thousand degrees on N4G. Yeah, it's it's been bad already this last few weeks. About me, 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 me. It's it's gonna it's gonna be chaos, um, and especially when the Xbox hits, because obviously the PlayStation will have been out already, and then you're going to have the everyone and their dog chipping in and yeah you'll see in that first week people bitching about um, how the Playstation doesn't work and they wanted a refund and couldn't get a refund and I want to change it up for an Xbox and it's all going to be fucking chaos because the internet's you know I miss the times in the Playstation 1 and early Playstation 2 where the internet wasn't predominant there's something to be said for that age of ignorance well not so much ignorance but Silence. We got we got it. We got excited about stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. 
we didn't hear all this complaining and ah, oh, this is there was no negativity. It was like you read in the magazine, dude. Resident Evil Three's coming out. It looks fucking awesome. There's this giant thing chasing Jill Valentine. I cannot fucking wait for this. That's how we acted. Nowadays, you look at ah, the graphics look like shit, and oh, uh, they're redoing the same story over and over again. And it's just bullshit stuff, you know. And it's it's just because yeah. we get all this information at one time, and we just don't care anymore. Yeah, that's that's the thing is, and it's it's ruined our excitement for video games now. Yeah, video no, video games do not get respected in the media as a legitimate form of art. Maybe because its fans act like three year old whining babies. This is true, and it's the yep. only medium that does it. You know, it's the only one I pay attention to. I can't speak for the other ones. Well, I can't. I can't imagine that this. Did okay, this okay. I, I don't know that I would say that. Maybe you should go on to a Marvel comic book forum and watch the responses uh, okay. to the new Thor movie. Yeah, not just that. Oh. Go take a look at some film snobs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's not to the level that we see with gaming. I don't know. Go, go read. <laughs> go read. Uh, <laughs> si- side note: interjection. Uh, yesterday, I saw the new Thor movie, and I thought it was pretty good. I will I see it when it comes out. I will see what. Shut up, John. You're always in the negativity. No, 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 no. I'm not, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I liked the first one. Didn't think I would. It's just what the internet is saying. Uh, the internet I've read said it was good. So, okay. You need to stop. Get away from those negativity, Nancys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch Wolverine tonight. Um, I will watch you know, those movies when they come out on Blu-ray. I don't go to the theater anymore unless it's a movie I, I have to see. I hardly ever go to the theater anymore. Yeah. I've got to go see Pissing the Hunger Games 2 or whatever it's called. I'm getting dragged to that next week. I'm hoping that uh, the I person... Think, I thought the Hunger Games was pretty good. It was okay. It, I didn't... It, I, it was a trade-up. I um, said to Laura that I would watch the Hunger Games um, if she watched Blade Runner. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad trick. Yeah. And um, I think I... I, I think she may have got the better deal, although she, I don't think she understood Blade Runner too much. I, I think most people don't understand Blade Runner. It's an awesome film. You, you have to watch it three or four times. Yeah, it. it's it's kind of weird. But uh, um, it, it wasn't... Uh, the Hunger Games wasn't the worst thing, but all I could think about was Battle Royale did this better. Uh, um, shit, you're, one so, of those, you're one of those snobs, huh? No, no, it just was better, wasn't it? it uh, whether it's the violence and, and uh, ba- battle royale was definitely a lot more disturbing. Yeah, I'm just worried about the old boy remake because they're well, they're Americanizing that. And that's don't don't even get me started on that fucking movie. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> All right, well, Sorry, let's man. let's be it, done. Let's be done with movie talk. Okay, we still got tweets and we're deep into this. We got emails, dude. I'm gonna Old skip state. the emails till next week because none of them. Oh, are, son of a bitch. Um, I'll do the I'll do this one. Because it's uh, it's PlayStation. It has to do with PlayStation, which we're talking about this week. Okay. The other ones do not. Um, this first one comes from Sean. He says, "Sup guys, hope all is well." <clears throat> Emailing you guys this week because I'd like to discuss two issues I have with Assassin's Creed Four and the series as a whole. That's the first part. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll hold that for next week because it's long. Okay. Like super long. <laughs> Uh, so Sean we will hit that email next week um, for PlayStation Retro he says looking forward to listen to y'all rants and look back at PlayStation this week hope to hear some love for Mega Man Legends which none of us said oh, wow how, we for- how, how do we talk about Mega Man Legends don't look at oh. me I've never played a Mega Man game in my life and Jesus I, Christ man 
one and, and two are two of my favorite games on that system. How did I forget to talk about those? Two? I don't like those games. Yeah, it's because you're an idiot. I, I really liked. <laughs> I thought Tron Bond was pretty sweet. Misadventures of Tron Bond. Yeah, I like the Misadventures of Tron Bond, but I don't know. I didn't like Mega Man Legends. I played so much of the first two games in that series, and when they when I thought they were making another one, I was so happy, and then they just blew my freaking hopes and dreams out of the water. Uh, he says, has got you covered." Also, Legend of Dragoon, which we did talk about, and some other forgotten gems, which we did from PlayStation Past and Present. Uh, we will get back to the bulk of your email about Assassin's Creed Four. Uh, again, most of us haven't played it, so yeah. it might be best to wait until Wombat. Um, gets into a little bit more, and maybe me get into a little bit more. Yeah, I'm hoping that that'll be this week. So I'm hoping it'll be this week too, because I'm gonna play it on PS4. So, <laughs> uh, so I'll hop over to Twitter. We will not skip those emails that are in there. It's just a very busy time, so we will get to them as quickly as we can. And I keep them all bookmarked, so we're good to go. Um, but I do want to hit the Twitter because we do have some PlayStation stuff on there. Um, Welshie89 did ask us about the Killzone footage Which we talked about um, Naughty Dog's next title there Teasing will be Do we think we know what it will be I've read it's Uncharted I can't believe I, that I'm, I, I'm, I'm so shocked by that I would. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that I mean you guys know how I feel about um, Uncharted 2 um, It to me was uh, pinnacle of the PlayStation 3 era. Um, I don't that and Red Dead. I don't. Uh, I would have struggled to pick my best game of that generation. Um, I'm. I don't know how if if they are how have they kept it quiet because no one keeps that fucking quiet that long. Um, something like that. But I can imagine how good it would look and how that would push that system so far early on. And I'm excited that way, but um, after, you know, Uncharted 3 was brilliant, but not as good, I, I, I worry. And so it's, um, I'd like to see them do something. I mean, it would be brilliant if they came out and said Jack and Daxter. That would be fucking mind-blowing. But yeah, I, I think they're going to play safe, because you have to bear in mind that they do trilogies. Um, and that was once upon a time when they were Naughty Dog but they're not Naughty Dog anymore, they're Sony and Sony would want an Uncharted on the, on, on the PS4 and they'd want it to be made by Naughty Dog so, if they try and um, do a Last of Us sequel? Not yes. this far you wouldn't know about that now, would you? Surely not mm. I mean, that'd be the next game that they would do if they keep continue the way they usually do No spoilers here, but that game ended as it needed to end. I can't see how they'd push that further. Not in well, and maybe something in the same universe, but I don't think it would have the same effect. Characters and everything. Mm, you'd have to have different characters. In the fact that, um, again, that story wrapped up in such a way that pushing that story forward anymore, just for the sake of it, would do the first game injustice. Mm. Gods among us. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says I understand the Ratchet and Clank movie or Invisibles TV series but why Heavenly Sword? Will there They're be having a, a Heavenly Sword? Yeah. Yeah. Heavenly Sword 2 is going to get announced. Hold on, he said will there be a Heavenly Sword 3? <laughs> I forgot about 2. I missed the t- was there a 2? <laughs> no, there wasn't a 2. I don't think so. Um, I looked at that, I watched the trailer Um and it felt like I was watching the cutscenes for the game. I it, it, the animation seemed of poor quality. Um, 
and I know it's a budget, it's going to be a budget thing straight to DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Um, but I, I mean, it's exactly the same story by the looks of it, maybe embellished on, but there's no Andy Circus. Can I, can I um, ask just one question before we bother spending any time talking about this? Who the fuck remembers the story of Heavenly Sword? I do, because I recently played it. So did I. We played it with Phoenix Down. <laughs> and it's memorable because... It's, it's not. not. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It's just, I played it recently, and I kind of remember it. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, do you think we're starting to see gamers who started on PS1? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, do you think we'll see a game journalist that never played on Atari? Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. there probably are already some game yeah. journalists that never I, played on Atari. I, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a game journalist, but I've, I, I mean, I've played an Atari, but I'd, I've never, you know, I never owned one or anything like that. Yeah, we're it's to the point now where if you played Atari when it came out, you're probably pretty old. You're in your thirties. Yeah, you're yeah. in your late thirties. Yeah. You got to remember, this is 2013. Right. Atari came out in what? 81, 82. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, was it in the seventies? Yeah, Damn. yep, yeah. So you got to think about Nintendo hit in eighty five. Yeah, that was after the crash of many Atari machines. So, um, do you think the PlayStation generation is replacing the Atari and Sega generation? Dude, I didn't even know there was still Sega generation. <laughs> I mean, people remember yeah. playing them, but yeah, it's it's been a while since Sega had a generation in finger yeah. quotes. So I think literally now it is the I, people say I play Xbox now. It used to be I play PlayStation. It hasn't been I play Nintendo for a long time. Yeah. So since '95. Yeah. We may see a switch around for that this gen if PS4 manages to take back the the throne of default gaming machine. But I, I think they have a good chance of doing that. They have a good chance. Um, but again, in the long run, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's a totally cultural thing. So I oh, guess yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, do you fear the influence that Sony have on the gaming culture, especially with the positive response the PS4 is having? Um, no? no. I, I don't, don't think, think so. That anything that Sony have garnered over the last few months, I think they've pissed off a bit of a way uh, over recent weeks, but uh, I don't think that's going to have any long-term effect on the Xbox. I think that both will co-inhabit and you'll have fanboys, and you'll have the Flame Wars, but they will both continue to be successful, hopefully. Um, and it's bad fucking news if they do, if one of them fails. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. Of, he's asking a lot of questions here. This one says, "When do you think people will stop calling video game systems Sony or PlayStation?" I I feel like they already have. Um, when do when did people stop calling them Ataris? Of <laughs> It was always a Nintendo. Yeah, right after Nintendo came out, it yep. stopped calling it Atari. Are, are you kidding me? Uh, to this day, I'm sure if my dad came over and saw me playing a PlayStation Four, he'd be like, "Throw off that Nintendo." <laughs> he says, "Who do you want to Who do you want to be in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale 2? Did they announce a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale 2? I don't think so. Yeah, the team that um, the team that done it got disbanded as well. I yeah, believe so so like I. I, you know what? If I was going to pick a guy, though, it's got to be Crash. I don't know how he got left out of the first one. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. It says, what level 3 special do you want to see? It's just going to be Crash all over the screen with that mask going, Udubaga! No, I think he should be riding around the level in a cart. No, 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 no. Three sins. The mask. Maybe, it's all about the know. mask. Maybe he'll just do a gigantic tornado and wipe out everybody. There you go. 
why are people obsessed with Mark Cerny? Why do you need a tub to watch his videos? <laughs> a what? <laughs> it's an in-joke on the okay. internet. Uh, no, I don't pay attention. People are obsessed with Mark Cerny because he's the first person to make PlayStation look relevant since PS2. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he, for him, he's a great speaker. Yes. And I think that he... he it, Thoroughly enjoys his job, and he is not an executive. He doesn't come off as a suit. He's not a suit, and they were very, very smart uh, putting him out on the stage um, because yep. it, I think that made um, uh, it made them all Sony more approachable. Yeah, I'm not going to answer this next question, um, but I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. It says, out of the 158 games announced for PS4, what are the 50 you are most excited for? <laughs> Yikes. No. Okay. Oh, okay. 50? Hold on. Hang on. I've, I've got a list of 70 here. I'm going to have to thin this fucker down. Hold on. Can somebody name all 158 games that were announced? No. Like, is there a list of those somewhere? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm moving on. Kill zone. Um, <laughs> do you think... <laughs> Do you think ZTGD will be able to review all 158 PS4 games? Fuck yeah, bring them on, man. Uh, He says, will cross-gen games like Battlefield 4 have their own review? Actually, yes. Um, We will have a current-gen and next-gen review for titles like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, uh, Battlefield. So, probably not Need for Speed since it's launching at the same time. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Lieutenant Renji says, instead of PS icons, Crash, Drake, Snake, etc., what would you like icons to have been? It, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Mine is, mine is Ada really Wong holding a Tommy gun. <laughs> uh, back to Blue Apple Blue. He says, anyone disappointed with the next-gen systems using last-gen technology? Why didn't anyone use IEEE 802.11 AC? What? Well, that's clearly obvious. That's clear. <laughs> when will we see an adapter? I think he's referring to Wi-Fi. Oh. I, sp- I hook, hook mine up wirelessly and wired anyway because I think I get a better performance out of it. You do. Oh, yeah. Okay. My router sits right next to my machine, so I'm golden. <sighs> it's fighting games, dude. Trust me. Um... <clears throat> SCEA, SCEE, and SCEJ, which one have the better number one employees, technology, PR, or games? SCCJ, I think that's some type of Super Saiyan. It is. Hadouken! I have no idea. I I I can't answer that question. I have no clue. I I don't understand that question. He's asking, out of the America, Japan, and Europe, Sony branches, which ones have the best employees, which one has the best technology, PR, and games? I don't deal with PR and anybody outside of SCEA. Well, I don't think we could really answer that anyway. I mean, in regards to employees and stuff. Yeah, I don't know who the employees are. I don't know who works there. Um, Who do you think is the most beloved Sony employee by fans? Yoshida, Cerny... Shahid Ahmad, Adam Boys, Geo. Trenton. I love Trenton. Yeah, Trenton's Probably. Not even, I like Jack Trenton. Trenton's not even on here. Probably you. I like him. There's just something about him. He's, again, a little bit like Mark Cerny. He knows how to how to talk to a crowd. And, and when you're out on stage, when you're announcing things like the PlayStation 4 and stuff like that, it's... <coughs> it's um, it's a big deal, and he he seems he seems like a guy who knows what he's doing. 
He seems like a guy who's uncomfortable in the suit he's wearing on the stage and would probably buy you a pint down the pub. Okay, then. Um, last Blue Apple Blue question says, with ISPs having a cap of 15 gigs per month, ugh, and next-gen no. games the size of 50, are we ready for digital future? I Do you guys you, have I think you need to move away, dude. I don't have a cap. I, no, I was going to say, we, we don't have caps over here, not very often anyway, there's a few ISPs yeah, that do, but most of them are unlimited. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a cap, so <clears throat> I'm not concerned about it other than taking the time to download it, I guess. But he does bring gigabytes? up a valid point. Really? 15 gigs? If you have a 15 gig a month per you know cap on your internet, you probably, yeah, you're, you're not going to download games. You're not going to do jack <clears throat> shit. No, that's that's a small cap. Uh, Fixer says, I enjoyed the live stream yesterday with Drew and his facial expressions during Outlast were priceless. <laughs> Those were priceless. Oh, Drew, we love you. I know, I know John came in and the first thing he said was, Drew looks terrified. It was, it was awesome. And I, the thing is, I, 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 I didn't know what time, again, I didn't know how long it had been going on for. I came down, it was early, I was tired because I'd just woken up and couldn't get back to sleep. And I just, the look on his face made me just, I don't know. It lit my heart to see that he was <laughs> terrified and to see him be terrified. It was brilliant. Well, if if anybody is interested in looking at that, I have the past broadcasts are on that channel. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to move those over to the YouTube channel this week um, yeah. and maybe make a post. But that's like 24 hours worth of footage, so we'll see what happens. I mean, some of we it is me playing like reel. Sonic Generations and, and Street Fighter. You can skip those. I mean, maybe I'll see if I can cut them up. You can. You maybe, can make highlights. You know, and yeah. maybe do uh, maybe do segments because the the outlet segments like what three and a half hours or something. Three and like a half that. hours. So we'll 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 move those over to the YouTube channel regardless, and let you kind of take a look at them. Yeah, Dark Souls Two beta. Make sure you put that in there. Yeah, that'll be in there. <clears throat> and I, I take it guys can still donate <clears throat> if if they want to. I believe so. I Absolutely. I don't know. Put them up. Put a link on there. Say look, if you enjoy this, throw throw ten bucks Drew's way. Uh, Radio PM says my PlayStation memory was at the PS2 launch. Called around to Toys R Us, found out they had 11 in stock. Drove from campus to the store. They only had two left by the time <clears throat> I got there. Uh, there was only it was only a 20 minute drive. Felt very lucky to get it. There that's, you go. That's awesome. I love when we hear stories like that. Like yeah. you know, I got the machine. That's awesome. I'm looking forward do to we- hearing some PS4 stories this week. Yeah, I was gonna say do. How do we think this is going to go? Because obviously, again, with past launches, it wasn't so much about the lack of stock because it wasn't the internet wasn't alive as much as it is now. Do are we going to see people at the last minute having to grab a copy in some kind of desperate yeah. struggle? And it's that's going to be awesome. Yeah, there'll be people who get it because not every store does pre-orders. Okay, so yeah, you go to Walmart, and that's just a mad dash. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Fixer says, my PlayStation memory is sitting in front of Target for over nine hours. Jesus Christ. In 30-degree weather to get a PS2. Oh. That's hardcore, dude. Wow. You know the score. Yeah. Uh, And finally, Radio PM says, have a good show, fellas. Also, that fanboy conversation you guys had last week was hilarious. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was quite entertaining. I'm just trying to show everybody the truth. Uh, I have completely almost lost my voice at this point. Way too much dialogue about PlayStation. So I think that's a good sign to wrap this bad boy up. But uh, we do want to thank Drew and uh, Jay 
for the awesome stream they put on, and we want to thank everybody who donated and just showed up. Yes, definitely. Because we always I, I, we always had people in there. Yeah, there and was if, always there was always somebody in there, and if you were in there, you probably won something. Yeah, we gave away a lot of games. <laughs> we gave away a shitload of games. <laughs> As I remember, I, Steven logged in about midnight or so, and he's like, "You guys got enough codes?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're good." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got some codes. And all I can say is, uh, <clears throat> Fixer, if you're listening, I've got a nice hot cup of tea for you. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I actually enjoyed my time with streaming. I may actually stream some more on that channel. So, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to being out because we, with a PS4, I can do that. I can stream um, to our Twitch channel. Um, I'm thinking about picking up the PlayStation Eye as well, just so I can do what Drew does, and you have the picture in picture. And I'm looking forward to being able to do some stuff with that because, um, you know, the fact is that I don't have a PC. Um, uh, at all, <laughs> I have a Mac, but I don't have it near. Uh, my console's capturing is is an absolute nightmare. So I'm looking forward to being out. I'm, I'm so glad that these consoles will be able to handle it because it'll be really cool to do this sort of stuff on a regular basis. Um, so I will post that link. Um, we will also get these archive videos moved over, or at least if you want, you can go right now to Twitch.tv/ZTGD, and there's an archive of the whole 24-hour stream. I believe it's broken up into spurts. It's broken up into whenever we switched games. Okay, so you should, can it should be. Uh, I forgot to title uh, Outlast, so it's labeled under Sonic Generations. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but when we will, I'll try to move over those videos this week. Um, next week we will be doing some PlayStation Four impressions, and we will be doing a retrospect on Xbox, uh, which shouldn't take as long because there's only two machines as opposed to four. And I never owned an Xbox. <laughs> so th- th- there you go. So uh, we'll be talking about Xbox next week. Uh, as always, uh, again, thank everybody for showing up to the to the stream, and we'll try to do some more of that. Um, look at the link where you got this podcast, and if you want to donate, go donate to that. It was a great cause. Uh, uh, hit us up on everywhere. Uh, the Twitters we got at uh, Drew is at DML Fury. Uh, we got John at John W UK. We got Ryan at R Wombold. And, J- right. and Jason at Gambus Con. Uh, and then the site and me is at ZTGD. And if you want to send us an email, podcasts at ZTGD.com. Right now we got four to read, but we'd love to have 400. So just email would them, we, man. Would we really? No, no we wouldn't. <laughs> He's lying. I, you know what? I love all of our emails. I love all of our fans. And you can watch us on YouTube at... Uh, YouTube.com slash ZTGD Original Programs. If you do that Facebook thing, we're over there. ZTGD1. If you do that Google Plus thing, we're over there too. Who the fuck does, Who the fuck does that? I think we got 20 followers. We got a good amount now. <laughs> so, you know. And then, of course, Twitch TV. We got a big old archive of stream up there. We We everywhere. Yep, and then we're also we're also on iTunes. I got to read iTunes review before yes, you leave. Yes, we this got out. An iTunes review. Drew's going to read for it now. But if you haven't submitted an iTunes review, go hit us up because that was number one hundred, I think. No, uh, that's number ninety nine. I thought no. we were already at ninety nine. Apparently, somebody removed theirs and said "fuck you." <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but it's a five star review from DJ Rich two thousand. Says a few real guys sitting around talking about games. I enjoy listening to this group of guys talking about games. The banter between them is entertaining as the games discussions. Uh, it's obvious these guys enjoy doing the show. 
thank you very much for that. Yes, we do enjoy doing the show because you know what? We don't have to do this damn show. No, no we don't. it's not like we get paid for it. <laughs> it's just a show, man. <laughs> it's just us talking about video games. But that's it, unless anybody has anything else. Phoenix down. Phoenix down. News burst News will burst. be back this week. Yes, um, sorry about the lack of uh, content this week, but I'd have been on with Jack Jones and nobody would have wanted that. I would have what? joined you, but I was in Drew's stream. No, that's, fu- that's fine. <laughs> with everything that gone on this weekend, I didn't what did, want to pull you, you guys say? away from it. He said Jack Jones. Oh, what is that? Ja- on your own, Jack Jones. It's, oh, okay. it's slang. It's one of those British gotcha. British things that we don't get. I gotcha. Play to me. It's like Destruction Derby. <laughs> 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 Do you call it a beta too? A beta, beater. Jason Cluck. Do you call a Vita then? It's a Vita. Vita. It's not a Vita. Yeah. It's not a Darby. There's no A in there. <laughs> We've had this discussion. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. If you do your thing, and we can get the F out of here. Alrighty then. And it goes something like. This. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. Play games, not hot No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.